Behind her veil, she was merely the High Lady Tuan, of no higher rank than many others of the blood, but in her heart, always, she was Tuan Atheum Kor Pendrag, daughter of the Nine Moons, and she had come to reclaim what had been stolen from her ancestor. What? Bum, 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 bum. Nerdy Nightly logo. Oh, do we not we have don't that? Have the, we don't have the theme. Oh, okay. I was like, are you going to do the start? You're like, ba, ba. D- don't and DMCA. I like, <laughs> and I was um, like, oh, okay. Welcome to a road show. Welcome to a road show. the Nerdy Wordy Book Club live from not so sunny Los Angeles, California. Yeah, it's uh, literally foggy right it's now. It's raining. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Every time we're here, we bring rain with us. Yeah, it's because we don't come in the middle of summer when it's hot. You know what we should do? We should come to LA more often so that we cure the drought. <laughs> we are the bowl of winds. That's that. Yes, that's how that works. Good morning. Tom Maines, thank you for five gifted memberships before we've even said our names. Oh. What is this? Ooh, thank oh, you so can you much. Not I break was this trying to... table, please. I, it's marble. I, I, I don't think I can break it. Good but... morning, everybody. Welcome to the thank nerdy, you, the wordy. The Book Club. Let's go. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is Winter's Heart chapters 7 through 14. Boy, howdy, do we have a little bit of... Um, a few things to talk about. Yeah, we have some housekeeping. Sex Monkey, thank you for being a narg for nine dang months. Welcome back to the nerd table. Blue, thank you for that <laughs> super chat. Thank you, Blue guy. Oh, Blue, thank you for 20 gifted memberships. Gosh darn it. Wheel of Time, a member for two months. Black and white, I said I symbol reference. Absolutely. You know us. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what we were going for. Erase the gray. <laughs> um, good morning, everybody. Oh, my God, Blue. So, thank you so much for... We have to start this episode off with an apology. Um, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. We do. I forgot. So the the plan for the Winter's Heart um, audiobook reaction was that we were going to do chapter 12. We were going to listen to the audiobook, and we were going to um, react to it. And then we got on a flight on Tuesday morning, and I opened the book, uh, and I just started reading and um it was not a great flight i was very uncomfortable there was a man behind me who was an absolute nightmare oh my god he kept kicking my seat and the wheel of time was getting me through the flight and so the 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 title card for chapter 12 came up and i just kept reading and then about an hour and a half later i looked over at clarus who was also reading and i saw that she was in the middle of chapter 12 and in that moment it dawned on me uh and i turned to her and i went <gasps> Which is not a good thing to do on planes. People freak out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was like, what? And I was like, we were supposed to audiobook react to this chapter that you are 75% of, of the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we messed that up. Yeah. yeah we messed that up. A little bit. Um, oh, y'all, it might be a little bit quieter than usual. Um, we are... Um, the, our road mic doesn't quite do the job it's not very loud yeah we need to figure that out yeah yeah so sorry about that um so yeah we messed up we're going to do a different chapter and uh, y'all are going to pick that in the discord uh, at another time and you'll let us know what chapter we're reacting to uh we have two weeks until we're coming back to winter's heart yes because next friday will be the um the, the 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 full book recap for path of daggers yes yeah, yeah. yes yeah and so yeah. yeah 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 what a place to leave off 
Yeah, what a place. What you y'all are mean. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I've never done that before where I just like keep like well, that's not true. When I was in high school, I used to just like read like nobody's business. But for this book, like I've been like trying to be like super mindful of like where I am and what's mm-hmm. happening. And I yeah, I I we we missed it. Yeah, just missed it. Sorry. I'm so sorry about that. It was too good. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's well, too good. Before we get too much further into this podcast, I believe now is a very good time to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is a subscription service that is worried about the drought in California and the fact that there will not be any trees here to turn into books. And so they have taken the written word and forced it into the eyeballs of famous people and not so famous people and had them read said books into a microphone, at which point it is turned into a digital signal that is turned into ones and zeros, which can be teleported via Wi-Fi, Ethernet, or other internet devices into your phone, tablet, uh, speaker system, TV. I don't know how you listen to audiobooks. Anything with a speaker on it, which at that point is turned back into a rhythmic thumping that your brain interprets as sounds, which it sends as an electrical signal to your brain, which bounces between neurons turning into the things that you hear. And if that isn't horrifying to you, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdingnightly to get a free book and a free month per, uh, prescription. Prescription. I'm prescribing Audible to all of you. Yes, may it cure your seasonal depression. Yeah. They, they, I'm a doctor. <laughs> In the same way Dr. Oz is a doctor. Um, I think he's actually a doctor. I know. I, I know. think he like, I, I, we can't I like, know. we can't like lie. I know. It's fine. Just don't mind me throwing shade. Um, that was, uh, that was, that was well done. Great ad spot. I'm sure Audible's going to hear that and be like, oh, wow, we should use it. Hey, Audible has not walked away from us yet. That's true. If they haven't walked away from us yet. At this um, point. Yeah. Then, I, then I don't know what to I don't know what they would complain about. Like, our ad spots are weird, but they're memorable. Mm-hmm. And isn't that the whole goal of marketing? Yeah. Remember yeah. when Burger King said women belong in the kitchen? Yeah. Everyone remembers it. I don't know that people go to Burger King, but like... Everyone remembers the, the that marketing trick. Yeah, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. I guess that is what makes ads work, is if you remember it's if, them. It's so, if they're memorable. I feel like that is what we have accomplished Y'all here. are never going to forget Audible ever <clears throat> because of us. You're um, welcome. Uh, Brooke says it might be the best plug for Audible they've ever heard. So I'm just saying, Audible. There you go. Get in touch. Yeah. yeah more yeah, than yeah. you already do when you send me money. Um... <laughs> Uh, so, um, Burnt Ashraman wants to know how does vision work? So basically, this is wild. All right. No. (laughs) your eyes are a mirror that are also a lens. Okay? Hear me out. Light bounces in, in reverse, hits the lens of your eye and gets fixed, which your eyeball then reads backwards. Yeah. So that when the electrical signal hits your brain, it's forwards. Because your brain knows how to interpret it. Yeah. So our brains are really smart. How crazy. So when you're, seeing, when you're seeing something backwards, you're actually seeing it forwards, but your brain is interpreting it as backwards. I hate that. You actually read backwards. You just don't know it. Um, wow. Wow. Thanks. I hate it here. Um, we have a book to talk about, and we have many things <clears throat> This is okay. to talk about. The Ooh, last two boy. weeks of the reading have been commented on as not the best book clubs because I've been negative. Mm-hmm. Thank, I'm not going to, be, guys, I promise you 
no negativity. <laughs> this is a no negative book club. This was the best reading we've had in weeks. Yeah. This was good shit all the way through. There was reveals. There were characters communicating. There was intrigue. Lan Mandragoran taught all of the characters of the wheel time a lesson in ethics and how to be a fucking good person. That's why he's our favorite. Thank I knew we liked him for some reason. God for Land Mandragoran. Seriously. This week was rad. Yeah. Characters actually like did things together in like ways that were interesting. And I was like, thank we're back. Guys, yeah. we are back. Bum ba dum ba bum bum bum. That, that didn't you work. Can't, sorry, you can't do the... Okay, it's fine. You, it, it, we are back isn't we are farmer. Like, it, there's it, four. You took three and made it four. Yeah, but it just reminded me of it. So, I, I'm, I'm a Clara theater kid. two jokes. It, it comes She's out She's got two mouth. jokes and she does them even if they don't work. What's my other joke? In this economy... No, no, I know that joke. What's my bum, other ba -dum, joke? Ba -dum, bum, bum. I never use that. <laughs> you do it more than you think. No. Yeah, yeah, do you it do. once in a while as a <laughs> treat to break things up, you know. But yes, I do have one joke. <clears throat> um, it's okay to be negative from time to time. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, it's it's more that like we are relieved that we enjoyed this section so much. Um, Trintron uh, says, what week will there be another break for the book club? So this week there's kind of a break because we're doing a pre-recorded full book recap next Friday for the yes. last book. Yes. Um, so if as long as you've read Path of Daggers, next Friday's episode, uh, you don't have to read anything new for. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be coming back with, um, the next section of Winter's Heart in, uh, twin in, in, uh, two weeks from today. Yes, yes, yes. Because we're still doing book club while we're in Calgary. Um, uh, right now, I, I, there yeah. was somebody who was asking. Right now, we're in uh, Los Angeles for LA yeah. Comic Con, um, which is this weekend. Um, and um, then we're going to be back for a week, and we will be then heading to Calgary for the holidays, but we're still going to do book club over the holidays. So that schedule will all come out. Yeah. And um, we'll be st we're hoping to line it up so that we start the new book in the new year. Uh, VSM says, will you watch more Indian movies like your actor for RRR? Thank you so much. Uh, to everyone who's watched our RRR reaction, that's like closing in on 100,000 views, which is nuts. Crazy. Um, we are going to be watching more Indian movies in 2023. We don't really have time for that in December, unfortunately, because of our travels. We're, we're gone for um, the whole month, so we're not adding anything else. I am. I think we're going to do Bahubali in January. Yes, a lot of people have yeah, asked yeah. for that. Um, uh, and then, we're then I, I don't know, we might do like an Indian movie a month. That might become a thing. Yeah. Just yeah. because there's so much great um, Bollywood and Tollywood and Hollywood cinema, and I want to see it. Yeah. Uh, shall we get into this? Clarus. Chapters seven through fourteen. Uh, mm -hmm. Before we dive chapter by chapter, what is your what are your main thoughts about the um, the section? My main. I mean, I, I I feel like we kind of already said that like this this section we both just kept plowing through it and forgot about the reaction. Um, so uh, it, it was it was what I've been wanting more of from from these things. Yeah. From from the the sections, um, and. And it had a little bit of everything, like you said. Like you said, there was like moral stuff, there was political intrigue, there was some action, there was uh, just a plethora of like, there, were, there was something for everybody in this section, which I think is why I liked it so much. Yeah. Um, and we got some uh, cool reveals as well to talk cool. about. Um, we got a reveal. Guys, the last, we, I mean, we already read the reveal. We did. But we'll get to it at the end. The very beginning. Uh, all right. Let's start. Uh, oh, um, I liked it a lot. This was this was great. I didn't yeah. share my feelings. I'm, I'm very happy, you guys. This was good reading. Yes, yes. This is, was some, some good stuff. Winter's Heart, <laughs> Chapter 7, uh -huh. The Streets of Camelin. On the streets of Camelin! Um, it works. 
Elaine is out and a boot, as we say in Canada. Out, out and a boot. Out and a boot. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, just kind of riding through town, be, trying to convince people that she should be queen by uh, by, by being there. Being there. <laughs> Which, like, I, I, it makes sense. They should, like, she's like, I have to show people that, like, I'm here and, like, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I don't know. Is this the musical book club? The musical book club. Um, And um, she's got a little bit of support. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some people who are like, yeah, trick hand. Let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, okay. You know, at least I'm not being, like, booed off of the streets. This is a good sign. Um, But the support doesn't seem particularly enthusiastic in the way that she wants it to be. Yeah, um, and she's she's riding around with uh, uh, her her crew, which has some Aes Sedai in it, mm-hmm. but also has a bunch of female hunters for the horn, which I remarked to you when we were first um, reading this, where mm-hmm. I, I turned to you and I was like, um, wasn't it like uh, remarked upon in earlier books? And, and I think Chat can help us with this because I couldn't find it. But I felt like when we met Fayil, it was remarked upon that it was uh, like rare to meet female hunters for the horn. Yeah, they are much rarer. And I think the chat can help here because it seems like Elaine has found all of them. <laughs> Elaine is like, oh yeah, all Brigitte of these found all, all of, of these female hunters for the horn I found. And yeah. I, I don't know, it just, it, it kind of stood out to me a little bit in that I thought that there were fewer women who did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems strange that Elaine had so many in one place at one time, mm-hmm. kind of by happenstance. But I, I like the idea that Robert Jordan said that's up here that like, Elaine doesn't want to have a bodyguard, but she yeah. also like, kind of fully has a bodyguard right now i know but it's like well but like i but like not with her all the time like yeah, she, yeah. when she's in the castle right she's like i don't need anybody to look after me mm-hmm. yeah and i'm like I, I, on one hand i get it you want your privacy yeah. on the other hand i'm like girl you're in the middle of a like not like a coup but like in in a in like a political battle for the throne of Andor, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the, you're not gonna get out of that unscathed, right? Yeah, it and does. She doesn't. It does seem foolish in a way. Like I, I don't. It's optimistic. It is optimistic. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Can, um, especially considering that we know that people can teleport. <laughs> yeah. And like people that they don't like can teleport, and Megidian is after them. Yeah. Like, ostensibly, they know McGid- Like, because uh, uh, w- one of the weird things is that I feel like they've forgotten that McGideon tried to kill Nynaeve in Ebudar. And so they're kind of behaving as if they're, like, untouchable because they're in Andor. And I'm like, Elaine, like, McGideon is still after you. And and I, I so I think that that was where I was kind of like, girl, like, why don't you want a bodyguard? Your life has been in danger a lot lately. Yeah, I guess she, you know, she thinks that herself and Nynaeve and Avienda are strong enough to kind of take care of anything as opposed mm-hmm. and in addition to that they have all the kin and all the ice that either to back them up so yeah. mm-hmm. it would be kind of bonkers for Megidian to <clears throat> pop in and try and like kill her or take her especially if she didn't have a good idea of like where Elaine was at all moments which... it, it would be bonkers if she was going around with people around her but if she's going to go around with nobody around her, it's not that crazy. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. since she knows that there are Aes Sedai whose motives she's not aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we in know the swan. We know that there's a spy, obviously. And we know that there's a the whole thing about yeah. who mm-hmm. killed uh, Adelius. Adel, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say her name. Yeah. It confuses me every time I read it. Um, it was just it was just an interesting... It was interesting to me that she was so, like... She was pushing back on this bodyguard idea when... 
I, I just, I, I felt like that would be something that being raised a royal, you would be more accustomed to the concept of. Oh, and there's also the golem. Dog Brothers, right. The yeah. golem. Well, what, what, what is a bodyguard going to do against the golem? But, True. Um, Alert other people, maybe? I, it's, yeah, it's give her time to run. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I don't know how much use they would be, especially if they're just hunters of the horn. But it's better than nothing, right? I, I just, yeah, the, the whole time reading this, she's like, I don't want a bodyguard. And I was like, girl, we she's, have read three straight books of you being on the run from people trying to kill you. Yeah. And you know that other Andorans are going to try and kidnap you and keep you in their basement until their daughter can be queen. Well, D- take the fucking bodyguard. Well, and also there's um, um, uh, not and also I think I think that this is meant to be like, hey guys, Elaine is is still a little naive. She's mm-hmm, eighteen, man. right? Like you know, she's she's young and she's optimistic, and this was her home, and she doesn't want it to be a dark place that she has to have an escort at all times. Yeah. Uh, Methany, thank you. Methany, thank you so much for that super chat. Super chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said. Don't worry. Elaine can get away with it because she's careful. Uh-huh. She's careful. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just, it, it, it wasn't like a negative thing. I just found it very funny to read where I was like, Elaine, you're, if you want to be queen, you're going to be surrounded by people all the time. Like, I, you, you, you need to kind of get used to it now. Yeah, yeah, but it, I, like I, I understand why it's there, and and you know she she rescinds, right? Mm-hmm. She she learns her lesson the hard way, and she rescinds, and unfortunately she picks the wrong person for the job. Uh, we um we also learn that what okay jumping mm-hmm. ahead, Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. we also learn that Elaine is super pro immigration, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. Uh, lots of different people from around the world have moved in, and thus Camelin. Uh, is going to be okay because they're going to have a lot of industries. Yeah. Including, they have alum, alum? which I think is aluminum. aluminum is my guess. Um, uh, or, so, sorry, it's aluminium. Um, they found aluminium, t- that top tier shit. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Elaine is like, fuck yes, I can finally bankrupt Gildan by undercutting their entire <gasps> trade. I mean, I don't think she's thinking about bankrupting the other country. I just think she's excited about no, how no, no. well Andor is going to do. Elaine is cutthroat. Uh-huh. She's a business lady. Uh-huh. She's going to bankrupt Gildan. <laughs> she's ready to wipe those Gildanians off the map financially. I guess we'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm predicting it now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Someone Gil- write that Gildan, down. Gildan and... Uh, Andor? Andor are going to war over Over Alum. Oh, my God. And I love that it's just, like, in one of her, like, estates in the mountains somewhere. And it's like, oh, it's going to... Don't worry about that. We will deal with that, like, three books from now. Because it's going to take time to excavate and... Oh, I don't even think... Fine and... I don't think they're going to have it mined by the time the series ends. Oh, okay. Um, Ian says it's salt. Why would it be salt? Why don't they just call it salt? But they have salt. Yeah. I don't think it's salt. I think that would be weird. Cause Unless this alum is a word for salt that I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure they have mentioned salt as salt. Uh, Turbox says alum is a powder used in different types of manufacturing, not aluminum. Aluminum. It's potassium chloride. Oh. Huh. You have gone beyond my understanding right. of what you just said. So sure. Cool. Sure, sure, sure. What, I, yeah, whatever you say, I'm, 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 I believe you. Uh, so while she's going through all this, while she's meeting people, she has uh, the the feeling in the back of her brain, this nagging feeling that Brigitte is running at her at full speed. And so she's like, all right, we got to head back. We got to meet up with Brigitte. We got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Brigitte reveals that the secret plan to get uh, Nain and Alenia 
somewhere. I, I, didn't, I didn't really know what they were doing with these two girls. This whole, like, we kidnap little, like, teenage girls and, like, keep them captive, straight up messed up. Yeah, the, um, like, competition for the throne or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, being, becoming queen of Andor is just who's better at kidnapping, which is a weird way to choose your queen, well, but sure. Or a kid killing, right? Like, some of them die. I guess, but, like... And Andor doesn't participate in Deus Demar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Andorans are like, God, those those Kyrianen are so weird with their backstabby ways. Meanwhile, they're like, oh, no, it's fine if young girls kidnap each other. Yeah. Uh, that's totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's just the way things are done. Because <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking, like, oh, Andor's kind of the, like, one culture that isn't, like, rooted in violence in some way. And then they're, like, kidnapping each other and keeping each other captive to be queen. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe not fully and not rooted in violence. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to get away from that in, in a world that's so <laughs> god-awful to live in. But, yeah, it's just some light kidnapping, you know? Uh, and so we find out that uh, uh, um, Elaine... I keep wanting to say Gwen. Yeah. Elaine's men, who were escorting them for reasons, were killed, and they're gone. Yeah. And so uh, one of the pe- one of the people there is like, well, I-, I don't understand why. Like, what's going on? And then Brigitte is like, Well, if what are their names? Alenia was. If it was Alenia's people, then Nain is going to be forced to swear to oh, Alenia. Oh no, Elaine says that. And yeah, if yeah. it's Nain, no, no, someone else says it. Well, I know I'm because and was... then Brigitte and then uh, no and then Elaine goes. My mother would have expected me to know that when I was ten. Oh, I thought that's why she said she thought that because she said it. Oh yeah, it's very simple, Sarithia. If Jared Saren took them, Elaine will give Nain a choice, declare for blah 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 blah. But if Nain's people have them, no. Oh, never mind. No, no, because um. Because then uh, Sarithia's like, oh, that's nicely reasoned out. And Elaine's like, I'm sure you could have come out there eventually. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, that and was so nice of you, I guess. In the wake of this reveal, they go back to the palace mm-hmm. to try and figure out what to do next. At which point we learn uh, a lot about what's going on at the palace. And there's some weird shit going on at the palace. Yeah. Uh... They run into some, um, this is the next chapter, actually. We should move on to the next chapter. They get to the palace. They're there. Yes. Chapter one done. Let's go. Winter's Heart, chapter eight, Seafolk and Kin. All right. So this is where things get very interesting. And Mm -hmm. this is like some of my best moments of the Wheel of Time so far. Because we find out. Because Elaine's like walking around the palace and she sees some kin women and they're leading another like channeling girl, but this one's got an Adam on. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, you're like, excuse me? I'm sorry. Uh huh. Is Elaine, because my first thought was, is Elaine making Adams? That's what I thought too, yeah. To keep women captive. Yeah. Which, no, it's that, which is not the case. Well, no, 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 it isn't. Yeah. Um, but, but they, they don't answer right away. Like, she, like, sees that in the hallway and then, like, goes into her room for, like, a tea and, like, um, her lunch. And you're like, wait, what's, wait, well, we're not, okay, I guess we'll learn about that later. And for a moment, I was like, if we don't learn about that in this entire section, I will lose my mind. If that is a dangling thread, it's answered in the appropriate amount of time. Well done, Robert Jordan. Yes, thank you for that one, Robert Jordan. We appreciate it. Um, Um, but Elaine learns that she has to talk to Haldwin Nori the head clerk, 
about some money stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also learns that a bunch of merchants want to see her because they want to make money. Mm-hmm. That's what merchants do. And yeah, uh, she sits down and yeah, everyone's surprised that she's back early. Yeah. So everyone knows that something's up, but nobody knows what. Yeah, everyone's a little bit sus because they were like, oh, Elaine was supposed to be gone for another like hour or so. Mm-hmm. So there's something funky going on here. And so then we go on Elaine's chore hour where she has to go deal with a bunch of different people, starting with Vandine, who's with Zaria and Christian. I feel like I'm just saying people's names. Yeah, the Wheel of Time is just a long, comprehensive list of names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Vandine is like, hey, these two figured out that my sister Adelius was murdered by one of three people. Yes. Because they stuck their noses where they shouldn't be because they were thinking. Because thinking is bad. Yes, they should not have any time to think because they should be so busy. If you are part of a structure of people that tells you that thinking is bad, you're in a bad structure of people. Yeah, I'm going to say maybe uh, don't be there. Yeah. But but hey, they want to be Aes Sedai, so who am I to say? Good organizations <laughs> encourage thought. Yeah. Individual thought. Creative yeah. thought. And it's weird because she gives a compliment but is also a dick about it. And yes. they're like happy. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh God, this this seems like a horrible situation. But uh, yeah, but they they say it's either um, uh, Saritha, Marilililil, or... Um, Kyrian. Carrie Ann? Yeah, Carrie Ann. Carry on my way, you son. <laughs> it, it can't be Kyrie Ann. There'll be peace when you are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and so the Vandine is like, well, someone's going to have to take these two because they were kinswomen who yeah. were, I, I really like the touch of like th- these daughters and like the girls, she's like struggling to call them daughters because one of them is like 600 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, wow. These, these, these youngins in there. Which we'll get into with the Sanchen in a minute. Yeah. I said I keep fucking getting older. Yeah. Like, they keep getting older to the point where it doesn't, like... The- but uh, here's the thing. I'm still confused about the ageless face thing or the, like, non-aging. It's the, it's the oath rod. I know it is the oath rod, but, well, like... Well, we don't know. But, like, we're, fi- we're, we're like, 99% sure it's Well, because they say that the Oathrod cuts your time alive in, like, That's what they half? think. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. They, but the, we, we haven't seen, like, evidence. Like, we don't have any proof of that. I just think that that's where everyone's suspicions are, think. including okay. ours. Yeah, that Because Egwene says that's was... probably it, but they don't know for sure yet. Yeah, that part was wild. Anyways, we'll get to that. Um, but, yeah, so we, we know who it's... We, we, we've been told it's one of these three. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think it is? Ooh. You know, my mind immediately goes to it not being Marililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililililil
But we're told in the beginning, right? Nynaeve is like the most powerful, right? Yes, that they've seen in a thousand years if, or Yeah, in forever. And now there's a bunch of other Aes Sedai yeah. or people who can channel who have the potential to be way stronger even or than Nynaeve. Or just are way stronger. Or are yeah, already, yeah. yeah. Which is um, uh, interesting that our main characters are not the best... Except for Rand, who's it, obviously... Sure, yes. Rand is, like, the prophesied one, mm -hmm. so it makes sense. But, you know, like, I thought Nynaeve was going to be the most powerful female channeler no, in the like series. No, she's, like, seventh but... now. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch of people who actually, like, outrank her in that way. I also think that, like, the villains from the early books aren't scary. And, and they haven't been for a while, right? We, we talked about this books ago, where I was like, I thought Merdral were going to be this, like, horrible thing the whole time. Mm -hmm. Whereas now, if Sen Bui killed a Merdral, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, so many people have killed a Merdral at this point on page, that I'm like, oh, Merdral ain't shit. I mean, only, like, our heroes. Yeah, but, like, our heroes include, like, Aram, who killed a Merdral after having a sword for, like, three weeks. And, like, look, I get it. Tam is a great sword teacher, Right? I'm not denying that Tam is a great sword teacher. Yeah. But like, it, it just, you know, there, there is a, there is a, would they had to introduce Moradin because we needed a villain for Rand to face who actually frightened us. Yeah. Because <laughs> all of the Forsaken, you're like, well, Nynaeve can take out a Forsaken. Like, what, what is Rand going to fight? Right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that that's an interesting, along with the age creep of like, everybody keeps getting older and we're going to get to it in the domain chapter at the end. Um, but it's it just, it, it is an interesting conversation around this this series. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of series, right? I think a lot of things struggle with that. I, Pokemon is struggling with that, right? Pokemon's power creep is, like, wild right now. It's and the like, amount of work having to be done to keep old Pokemon relevant in, like, new metas is a lot. What's the, um, is it, uh, is it Dragon Ball? The, like, power, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dragon Ball has the worst power You, like, told, told me about it, and I was like, that seems wild, that, that, uh, but, okay. Because so. everyone can just reach a new power level when they need to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, um, <clears throat> we, uh, they, they, they don't come to an agreement quite yet, uh, about, do they? Uh, for which, sorry. Oh, uh, no, no. So, Vendine, uh, so, uh, Elaine is, like, listening to Vendine. She's like, okay, uh, here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna teach them. Bye. Basically. And Vendine is like, I did teach novices once, and the mistress of novices said I was too harsh. Yes, the mistress of novices who became Emmerlin's seat, Sarel Bagand, and Zuri and Christian, who are very, very, very old ladies, both pale at this. And they're like, wait, she said you were too harsh? Great. No, mommy, no. Love that for us. Uh, Michael, thank you for that super chat. Which I think means spankings. <laughs> of course everyone keeps getting older and nerdy. That's how aging works. That is not what I mean. He knows. We'll That's get what to the... it when we're talking about a 600-year-old Aes Sedai. That's what or, the, uh, the winky face is for. I know, but like, guys, 600? Mm -hmm. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Yeah. The Sanchin would literally have people who are old enough to know, to have known people when they were younger who knew Arthur Pendrag. What? Like, if she's 600, like, like the, the bloodline of Arthur Pendrag would be so secure because there would be multiple people who can, like, watch over 600 years of those births. Yeah, yeah. You also... You wouldn't be able to, like, fake that, really. If you have a society where women live for, like, 600 years and their daughters have magic, you would have so many people with magic because they, you would have a, you have a population growth issue. Yeah. 
Unless, unless these women are like creating birth control to stop them or are either not having sex anymore or are creating birth control to stop them from having babies, you would have women having magical babies who have, then have magical babies who then have magical babies on and on and on. And you would have these like growing magical populations. Yeah. I, so, okay. I have a question that I just think thought of. Yeah. Do you think Cad Swain mm-hmm. is un, like, ha, is sworn on the oath rod? Yeah. She has the just face. Yeah, but she's old. So? Well, we know that, like, she's, like, way older than any other Aes Sedai. But she's also more powerful than almost all of them. The amount of power that you have is, is determines how long you live. Sure, I'm right? just saying that, like, maybe she has, like, an inverted weave on her face to make it ageless. Why? So that people don't suspect uh, the, about the rod. Because if she's not held by the olds, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. I but I don't understand. Like the why would you? But what? Why would you guess that? Like what about her because doesn't Kat's, scream like the most like rule followy Aes Sedai person? Well, I mean she does whatever the fuck she wants, right? But like but she, I, but she's, she comes she's across just way older. Sure, because she's more powerful. But like she yeah. comes across as like I am Aes Sedai. Like I think the oaths probably are like mean a lot to her. I don't know. We don't really know exactly how old Cat Swain is at this point. So it was she's just, at least four hundred. It was just an idea. Her, like, greatest failure was what? Like, a hundred years ago? No, 300 and something. Oh, her failure was that far. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. right, right, right. She's at least 400. Because her greatest failure was, like, 372 years ago. Yeah, I don't... I just... I there, There's nothing about her character that... That that would make sense to me. Like if you if that if they added that in, I would be like, that doesn't feel like the Cat Swain that we've gotten so far. She very much feels like a like prophet of the White Tower kind of like she's an evangelist for the White Tower, and so the idea that she would be circumspect to like the thing that makes them Aes Sedai feels mm-hmm. weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just it it was a thought <clears throat> across my mind. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I yeah I hear you. Um. So then we get to, where were we? Uh, Nynaeve shows up and Nynaeve uh, has been struggling to leave her bedroom that morning because she's been getting dicked down hard by the last of the Malkiri. Yes. <clears throat> she looks content, mm. which is weird for Nynaeve. And this is where the title of this episode comes into play because there will be no Smut Corner today, uh, y'all. We are not ending the podcast of Smut Corner today. Because it's... There's just no reason. There's 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 plenty. How do you add sex to a section that is mostly just sex scenes? Yeah. Or, this or, is all smut. Yeah. The post-nut clarity moments of these characters. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> um, I, do, I do love that. I do love that Nynaeve is like a hmm. little bit different now that she's getting laid. <laughs> if there was ever a... Anyway, uh, so Nynaeve reveals to Elaine that they have sent 18 of the kin back into Sanchen territories. Yeah. To get uh, the rest of the kin out of the Sanchen territories. So that hopefully they don't become domain. Hopefully that. But do you think that this was a smart call? Um, I think that it's nice for those people who are there that someone's going to save them. I, I'm like... I don't know if it's going to be successful. Isn't there a concern here that you're going to hand over how to travel, the weaves of how to travel by having people traveling within their territory like this? 
Well, uh, the weave, the, the, uh, as from what I understand, it will dissipate after a few days. It doesn't stay like permanently, right? Sure, but I'm saying like, there, I feel like there's a greater risk of the Sanchin having access to it if there are 18 people bouncing around their territory using this power that they don't, like, that it, they were so concerned about the Sanchin learning the weave when they were fleeing to Camelin. And now it feels like they're, they like taught a bunch of people who I don't even know if they can really trust all that much. We don't know, like, these 18 kin are not named. We don't know them. They're not named? Maybe they're trustworthy. Maybe they aren't, right? But, yeah. like, it feels like it's a huge risk to put the weaves of traveling out there in such a broad way. I mean, I think they're intended to, like, travel, like, mm. kind of nearby, but, like, a safe distance. And then head into the territory on foot, right? Like, I don't think they're mm -hmm. meant to, like, travel directly into Ebudar. Uh, Seasing says, didn't Nynaeve open the gateways and just drop them off, essentially? But how would they get back? Um. Right? Like, it, it, wouldn't you, wouldn't you just be dropping them off for... I mean, I guess they would have, I guess they just die? travel back. But actually, that... Oh, are they not strong enough to travel? Maybe I misread that sentence. Because I thought they were saying that they chose 18 who were strong enough to travel. Um, oh, okay. So I have it backwards. They were too weak to travel on their own. How are they expecting them to get back? They gotta walk. Sneakily. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. Sneaking. Um, hmm. Sneakily. Wow, so you're sending eight... Like, those women are gonna become domain, unfortunately. Well, I I don't I don't have a lot of faith in them walking the out of the Sanchin territory. Here's the thing. The less powerful they are, the Doesn't harder they are to, to the... detect. But if you can if 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 you walk by a domain, the domain can just feel that you can channel. Yeah, yeah, if you walk by them, right? But you but, but you have to the the weaker you are in the power, the closer you have to To leave, leave the territory though, you're going to have to pass through checkpoints and stuff. Of domain? I think domain are a bit too rare to be used at like soldier checkpoints. What do you mean rare? They're, they're not very, rare at all. They're super expensive. There's so many of them. Yeah, but because all the royalty have them. No, there are de there are domain everywhere. There are so many domain. There's thousands of them. There have to be thousands of them, right? With, with how many we've seen die already for it not to be like... The, 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 the number of domain would have to be insane for this army. If there are domain with all of these different pockets on all of these ships, mm -hmm. like... There would have to be so many. Why? Be because... Oh. There, there doesn't have to be a demand on every ship, if right? If Tuan every, has every... eight with her, uh -huh. she has eight that are just her, like, personal domain. That aren't even, like, military domain. What do you and, mean military domain? They, they follow Falma, orders. What? She only took her, like, eight best with her. But that's my point. If this one person has her eight best, implying that she has others... Yeah. And there's also ones that are in the military. There would have to be so many domain. It, it would have to be like... No, because only the royalty have them. No, the military has them. No. Yes, we've seen them in fights. We've no, no, seen that... them being led into battle by the military. Because the blood that is in charge of that, like, uh, spear of the, of the army owns domain. I don't think that the general army... They, they, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a general army thing. It's like, you belong to this person of the blood. That just doesn't track with what we've seen, though. Like, we, we've seen them used in battle by people who don't know them. 
Like, the, the situation with Tuan is different, right? Because Tuan is walking down the line and she knows the names of all of the domain under her. Yeah. Whereas, like, when we were with um, the guy who died uh, in the mountains, he was like, are the domain ready? As if he had been given up, like, a, 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 a contingent of domain that were going to be his, like, battle domain for that battle. Yeah, yeah. But they, they weren't his. He didn't know them. They were just some random domain that were like part, like his contingent that day. Because he's like a faction of the army that, of the section of the army that belongs to the High Lady Seroth, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. She owns them. Yeah. But they're still like, there, there have to be thousands. There's, I was there's thinking, no way there's like a, a hundred. Okay, I'm not saying there's a hundred, but there's a big difference between a hundred and thousands. Like, how many of the thousands? I would say maybe like fifty. Like fifty thousand? Yeah. No, no. I'm gonna say there's like maybe like a thousand to fifteen hundred. There's domain. no way there's a thousand. We've already seen a hundred die. What? What do you what like we've seen a hundred domain die at this point. In Falma alone, they were getting like blasted out of the street. I don't think there were there were hundreds they of them. They had a house though. of them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With like rooms of domain. Yeah, that was like a like a like the first like station point, right? That was the first. But my point branch. is that if that was like if okay, if that house of domain was just the like forward party, right? Mm -hmm. That that wasn't even like the main force. I'm not saying there are thousands of them in Randland, but I'm saying there have to be thousands upon thousands of domain in in Sanchen for them to be shipping them over like this. Because they're not gonna not they're not gonna they're not gonna take the majority of them to Randland. Okay, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a bunch back at home, but I I don't think there's fifty thousand of them in in the army in Randland right now. Like that would there's be wild. There's have to be thousands in Randland right now. In to make sense of how many we've seen in different locations, it, it would have to be like you with how many it would have taken to take Amadicia, Ebu Dar, Tenchiko, and Falma all at the same time. And and have any chance of holding them? Like you would, you would probably have a domain at every like major entryway, right? I don't know. It I guess it depends if like how you're getting in and out, right? Because the there's not like a wall around everywhere else. You can just like walk through the countryside. We know that Mazram Tame just dropped off like twenty of them, at, in Camelin. Mm -hmm. So like, it, where did he find twenty Sanchin? Twenty domains, right? If they're in packs of twenty around, there's going to be thousands of them. I don't know. Right? I, I, like, there, I, I, there would have to be. Otherwise, picking up 20 of them would be devastating for the Sanchin. If, the, if there's only, like, a thousand of them and 20 of them go missing in one fell swoop, that would be absolutely huge losses. Yeah, I guess so. If 0.2% of your magic users were just gone? Yeah. Or no, 2%. Like, a full 2% of your magic users were just gone. 20 out of... A thousand is 2%. Uh, what? Yeah, okay, sure, yeah. I, d I don't hate, do the math. You hate my math. I don't hate your math. I just don't understand math, and so I have to do it. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on from this because we're not going to solve this right now. Yeah, we don't have the information necessary. Um, so that was a spoiler alert. They're a domain in Cayman. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll get there. there there's a lot in this chunk. <clears throat> Uh, so they go to meet with Rian, uh, the the sea folk lady, mm -hmm. because it's getting complicated, y'all. There are a lot of people from a lot of different cultures in the same place. 
Um, and she's like, three of the captured domain might be ready to be freed of their collars. Ooh. Uh-huh. And uh, we get sort of the, we get a conversation. Um, Lan is there, obviously. Uh, and we get a conversation about whether or not they should... Oh, they should. Uh, sorry, I'm just reading. People are doing math in the chat. Uh, <laughs> that they should let them go. And Lan is like, yo, if you keep them captive, you're bad people. And I was like, thank you, Lan. Yes, we get a pivotal moment. There's one fucking character in these books who has a who has... moral backbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Lan. And that's why he's our favorite forever and always. That's why he should be king of the Malkiri if they were still around. Like, he would be a good king. He would be great. Yeah, he's strong. He's hard as granite. His dick apparently goes for hours. Yeah, like he's great at satisfying. Nynaeve so. is about to get a second. Is about to get a first sister just to for some help lasting the night. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. She is horn out. Oh my god. She's probably also going to be pregnant soon if they're getting you know. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and so um, yeah. What did you feel about the scene? Because it was uh, th this was important to me. Oh yeah, this this was a huge moment for yeah. this series and for our characters, right? And and it's funny because uh, the the other people in the room give Nynaeve shit like, oh, get a grip on your ward or whatever. And Nynaeve is like, okay, but he's right though, so. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I don't love the warders are meant to be seen or are not meant to be seen or heard kind of part of the conversation yeah. i was like saritha what the fuck yeah well that's why she kind of seems like a dick um but that but that's not that's not black Aja. that's just Aes Sedai shit. i know like I know. the 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 dehumanization of other people in this series is deep yeah yeah it's it's deeply ingrained um yeah this um christian rapper says letting the captured domain go is a huge risk though yes but if you tell them that you're going to let them go and then you don't, you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. It, it, also, slavery is bad. Yes. I don't, I can't believe that I'm making this point right now, but slavery is a bad thing yeah. that we don't like here. Yes. And if you don't agree with that... <laughs> There's other places on the internet to go. It has been um, a week for people saying some shit that doesn't need to be said anymore because we have we've we've progressed as a society yeah and like w nazis and slavery are the two things we're not fucking going back to no 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 we're we've established that those are very bad no good things all right yeah um yeah it's uh this this section it, it, the the weirdest part to me honestly was that even uh alice mm -hmm. was like shut up lan right and she's not a nice to die She's just kin. Yeah. But also, she's kind of that way to, like, everybody. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's just her and the nice that I think. But, yeah, Len is right. These people are, like, these people are slaves of the Sanchen. Mm -hmm. And you are no better than the Sanchen if you keep them in those collars when they don't want to be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Project Myrtle says, yeah, hard to deprogram them, though. Here's the thing. I, I want to be clear about this. I think that they're doing the right thing in that they are not immediately taking their collars off and they are treating them like the like rehabbing them right yeah i think that there is an appropriate way that they have to rehab them away from the collars and that is unfortunate i wish there was a perfect solution to this there isn't yeah. but i think that if you get them to the point where they are ready to take the collars off and they're not going to kill people because they are very powerful i think there is a lot of value 
in at that point taking the collar off and doing the right thing right and, and you have to like you you have to trust at some point whether yeah. it, whether or not it it but stabs you in the back is what it is but if, if you're gonna like if, if you're gonna try and be the better person if you're gonna try and be a good person that that comes with risks yeah you know and uh what's what's um <clears throat> um Oh, we gotta plug in the laptop. Is it not plugged in? I guess not. Oh. Um, 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 so this is actually when we meet, not, well, we don't exactly meet her now, but the one, the one, uh, domain is, is more powerful than Olivia! Yes, that's it, that's it, that's it. I was like, I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's, uh, she's scary. I like her. She's fun. Olivia is 600 years old. Yep. She, or no, no, no. She's been a domain for more than four hundred years, um, so she's probably like four hundred and fifteen. Uh, so she's about she's so. probably about the same age as um, uh, the the leader of the kin. Elite Alice. No, no, no. Rianne. The leader, Rianne. Rianne, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and so uh, thankfully everybody agrees with Lan. They do the right thing, um, and uh, they de- they decide to uh, let her out, let them out of their uh, collars. Yeah. Uh, chapter nine, a cup of tea. Nothing bad could happen in a chapter called a cup of tea, right? Absolutely not a single thing ever. <laughs> Olivia- Michael Kioski's <laughs> Olivia Newton bomb is very funny. Oh my god. Uh, Olivia's a very cool character, and I hope that we either get to find out more about her, or we even get, like, a POV. Olivia is the most, like, is the most reasonable character in all of these books. Because yeah. she's like, they've kept me captive for 400 years. Please let Fuck me go kill guys. them all. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. fair. Yeah. You can't even, like, even if she goes and commits mass murder, you almost, like, can't be mad at her after 400 years of captivity. You've kind of got to be like, like, maybe don't for yeah. your soul, but, like, also, I get it. Yeah, I like, I, I cannot imagine what that would be. Like, especially because we've seen firsthand that the like training mm-hmm. they give is deplorable like it's it's it it, it, it it makes me so uncomfortable that i'm like yeah, yeah i could see why you would want to go and 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 just uh make them bleed you know 400 years is a long time yeah yeah yep uh also oh the, the, before we move on to chapter nine uh the one thing we skipped over is that they also have soldams that they are trying to that they're using the callers to convince them that, that they, they can, can channel. channel yes not to keep them as captives yes but once they're convinced that they can channel they're just gonna send them home yeah and i think that's brilliant oh it's the perfect plan yeah, yeah. um oh no no we will send you home we just need you to know the truth first so that you can go fuck up sanchin uh communities yeah you have been lied to your whole life and we're gonna <clears> prove <throat> it to you and obviously at this moment you know they think that they're being manipulated to be able to see the weaves, mm-hmm. so they still think it's magic. But, like, eventually, they're going to have to start asking some questions. And um, I would love if the Sanchen are not, like, defeated by Rand, if they just crumble within because the Sildam go back and they're like, guys, guys, we got it wrong. <laughs> like I would love if Aginan is the reason the Sildam, like, revolt against the Sanchen. That would be rad. Because I like Aginan. Where the fuck... Guys, I okay, uh, we're, we're at the one hour mark. Uh, we're going to take a quick break from this podcast so that I can ask a few questions. Where the fuck is Loghain? Where the fuck is uh, Aginan? Where the fuck is Tom Marilyn? Where the fuck is Matt? Where the fuck is Loyal? Where the fuck is... Uh, 
who was the leader of the circus? Valen Luca. Yeah. I need some more Valen Luca content. No, we don't. We really don't. Where the fuck is Slayer? Who the fuck killed Asmodian? Guys, I have questions. Yeah. I feel like I've missed some. Where the fuck is uh, Hopper? No, we've, we've seen Hopper a little bit. I thought, I was like, Stranger Things? We've seen Hopper a little bit. Yeah, we did see Hopper. We got a little bit of Hopper, which is nice. I know, there's someone um, I'm missing. There's there's a, there's a question that I want answered, and I, what is it? Uh, I don't remember. Where's Mistress Luhan? Well, she's just in no, Emmonsville. I, I, just... <laughs> I, I, I hope we don't go back to Mistress Luhan, because that means nothing interesting happened. No, here. no, I know, I know. Uh, it's just, it's one of those <clears> things <throat> where there, there are so many people. Oh, no, Ship Captain. Where the fuck is Ship Captain? Oh, I thought, I meant. Bale uh, fucking yeah. Dolman. Guys, I miss him. And I'm worried about, I'm worried about my boy. Yeah. I'm so scared that he's gone. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Ember Eyes says that I have too much object permanence for this series. Well, that doesn't bode well. That's very funny. Guys, Matt's dead. It's fine. You I just want the book to it. confirm it. Because Rand... The, the Matt's dead joke was funny until Rand was like, He's not dead. I feel him. And I was like... <laughs> like, okay, is Did this... you bond Matt by accident? Like, yeah, I was like, I don't... Well, but here's Are the they thing. like Taveran no. type? Where the fuck is Galad and where the, the fuck is Gawain? The great true. question, Gawain? Robbie. Where are the two G's? Yeah, uh, also... Um, where are the OG's? McNeil, thank you for that McNeil, super, thank you for that chat. super chat. We will read and find out. Um, but, um, oh shit, what was I going to say? <clears throat> oh, what did I say? Mm. Oh, crap, I lost it. It was very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no. Rand, when he thought of Matt, he kept having the flash of a face in front of his face that he like w didn't quite recognize. Oh, yeah, recognize. he keeps seeing colors. I feel like that has something to do with Matt. Like, I, I just think like that Rand connected. has discovered hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh, that's fair. Or no, he I just... Don't, I don't begrudge him that. <laughs> Elaine's pussy was just so good that he's just like on a different no, plane. No, he staggered before He's been Elaine. gripped. He's been oh gripped so hard by that sweet, sweet vagine. Bitstorm, welcome back to the Narc Table for 11 months. Uh, says we might want to read the first sentence of the next chapter as a teaser. All right, instead of Smut Corner, we'll do that at the end. Because what, what, what are we going to Smut Corner, guys? I don't know how we add We haven't even got to chapter to 12 yet. But yeah. we already have... Nynaeve has been dicked down so thoroughly. And she's like... I want you to take me back to the rooms, and I want you to dick down me even more thoroughly. Let's dick go. Dick down me. Guys, dick down me. Dick down me. Uh, Narcissus, thank you for that super chat. That's a shirt. Dick down me. People be like, what? One of those people uh, will appear again in this series. Well, hey, no spoilers. Hey, at least one of them will. You know, as for the rest, <clears> fuck them. <throat> All right, so Elaine uh, goes back to her room, mm -hmm. and uh, she meets with, Fe uh, yeah, she meets with, her first Nori. clerk, yeah. And Nori. Nori. Rings of Power. Sorry, I won't bring that up. Uh... Oh, wait, do you, you want to have that conversation really quickly right now? What conversation? Y'all, is anyone else in the Twitter of Time discourse right now? Twitter of Time is upset about the Rings of Power casting news from yesterday. And I find it fascinating. Oh, about... There's so many people who are like, why is Rings of Power getting news, but Wheel of Time isn't? Good question. Great question. Uh, it's because Money. I think Amazon wants the show to fail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Do you want to know what I actually think it is? I think that Rings of Power is their baby right now. And Wheel of... They're, they're like, oh, well, we can't Wheel promote... Wheel of Time is the redheaded stepchild. They, they, I think that Amazon thinks they can't promote two fantasy shows at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that they're choosing Rings of Power over Wheel of Time. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a mistake because I think that Wheel of Time has more potential than Rings of Power does. 
Yeah, I, honestly, I do as well. Which is saying a lot, considering the Tolkien universe. But uh, you know what? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Wheel of Time is definitely redheaded. You're... I just want to acknowledge the... Um... I want to acknowledge the Twitter of Time people because I agree. What, what, when is the show coming out? We see you, it's been but a year only and a half. when it's not spoiler stuff. So thank you for marking your spoiler tweets. When is the um, show coming out? When is season two? Yeah. Please, let me know. Yep. Um. Anyways. But Zimian says, isn't it risky to follow the Twitter of Time? Wouldn't, it be po wouldn't there be a possibility of spoilers? I don't follow anyone in the <laughs> Twitter of Time. Oh, no, we don't follow them. It just shows up on our feeds. Twitter just knows that I love the wheel of time and yeah. so it shows it to me yeah yeah but like i said people are pretty good at saying like spoilers for such and such books so mm -hmm. we're able we're, we're able to keep pretty spoiler free to be honest um, what happened to that season of origins that was supposed to come out september for, by the end of august where is the origin season i love those origin season one me too especially the ogier one i thought the ogier art and the amazing. origin season one was so good i know jonathan spears thank you for the super chat welcome on in um uh olivia is one of their most interesting secondary characters oh i'm excited for her i like her a lot i that means i think that I we really get more her. of her which i'm very excited about because i i want that please and thank you mm -hmm. our lord and savior robert jordan um um christian rapper says amazon has already announced a lot of casting news i uh, no, the problem is that the, it doesn't get the it's not compare it's not a comparison of like well one should get the other it's that rings of power season one just finished and Rings of Power and, and Wheel of Time Season 2 should be just around the corner. And it feels like they should be ramping up Wheel of Time marketing, and they're not. Yeah, very interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom Maines, thank you for that super chat. Tom Maines, thank you. Wheel of Time is Amazon's pelvic contusion. Wow, that sounds awful. I don't really know what that means. It means a bruise on your dick. <laughs> it does? I don't know what that means, but that's what it means. You know what? Sh sure, sure. But, like, they must have made those origins, right? Like, they, they, they wouldn't have announced them if they weren't produced. They wouldn't have been like, we're going into production. They're coming out in a month. You know what I mean? So, like, somewhere those are done, and they're maybe, just not re released. Maybe somebody fucked up. Maybe they made the Origins, and they made season two, and then realized there was, like, contradictory stuff in the Origins for some reason. Oh, what they, like, did. yeah, maybe. And someone was like, wait, we can't actually release this tomorrow. Or uh, may maybe it, like, spoils season two in some way. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just upset about it. I, the, the origins thing really pissed me off. That was a I really loved... I really loved... Um, uh, all the, of them. I really got. loved the origins. Episodes. Honestly, I think that they were fantastic. They were some of my favorite parts of the season one experience. Yeah. Right? Like, we put out those videos each week, and, like, I just... I was in love with the art. I was in love with the storytelling of them. I, I think those origins episodes are super underrated. Yeah. Um, And I just want more of that. Really. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Um... Season 2, 2024, it's being given the Carnival Row treatment. But, but Carnival Row was cancelled. Are we getting a season 2 of Carnival Row? Wasn't that like four years ago? I have no idea. I liked it. I actually really enjoyed the first season of Carnival Row, but... Anyway. Blue, thank you for Blue. the super chat. Uh, Y'all kept ragging on Rings of Power, so they said... <laughs> it was to spite us personally. 100%. Hey, look. That's fair. Wheel of Time over Rings of Power, 10 times out of 10. Yes. Um, especially now that Adar's... Anyway, we need to get back to book club. Sorry, guys. Uh, I got distracted. Uh, Elaine has a cup of tea and nothing else happens in that chapter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, we actually learned some interesting stuff about Hel Heldwin Nori. Yes! Uh, yes. he has basically been keeping Andor together. Like, the, fuck the queen. Hey, we do not slander Morghese. I'd fuck Morghese. I don't know what you're talking about. How is that slander? The woman's hot. Fine, okay. Call me... 
Talonvor. Call me Talonvor so I can... I'll take the queen to bed. All right. God damn. Oh my God. Milfy Elaine, are you kidding me? Jesus what Christ. more do you want in this life, chat, it's a great than a Milfy Elaine? Wow. Although I... Elaine might be a Milf soon. Huh? According to Mint's predictions, Elaine might be all up on the pregnancy train. We might be getting babies soon, kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> there is a season two of Carnival Row in the summer. Wasn't season one like 2018? Why? <laughs> I have no idea. Was Orlando Bloom just like busy? I like maybe maybe. What in his five seconds in the the Hobbit trilogy? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, guys! If I Too could busy. be Talonvor, Rafe, Rafe Judkins, I will give I will win an Emmy for you. Like I, I will give you a, I will give you the performance of a lifetime if I can just follow whoever you cast as more gays around and give like. <laughs> anime uh the the eyes that denji gives makama you know oh what i mean oh my god i will More i will be horny for leash. mommy i i fuck she could <laughs> she so, absolutely could this is where we find out about the alum uh which is yeah. very cool very important um it's gonna be nori also has like great some, for some reveals about rand and what like the the this was a really fun chapter because Sometimes Robert Jordan will write like what people are thinking as these like big kind of sweeping random thought things at the end yeah. of books. This was a nice version of that where we actually got a character talking about the way that rumor is passing in a little bit more of a natural way than kind of the like sweeping like some people believe this and some people believe this blah 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 blah. This like was we really got cool. At the end of last book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Nori here um, being like. Well, I've heard that he's gone to a lady to kneel at her feet. But I'm not a spy. But like... yeah, <laughs> and he isn't, right? He's just talking with other bankers. Yeah. Um, I, I actually really this whole Heldwin Nori thing was way more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Oh, me too. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this might be a bit tedious. But we also I find like out this guy a lot. He's great, and we also find out about the Academy of the Rose. Yeah. You know, Andor is going to have its own school, and 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 Elaine is like, you know. Yeah, we got to get to Tarman Gaiden, but there's got to be something left afterwards. Otherwise, what are we fighting for? Well, and we had already known about the school, right? Because Rand had already said that he was setting it up. But I like the idea that um, Elaine is like, well, Rand was going, but, but I'm going to set it up now. Yeah, yeah, We'll yeah. find money for it. But it's not Rand's school, it's my school. And very sweetly. Yeah. It's going to be dedicated to her mom. I know, I know. That was so sweet. Aww. I really hope that Elaine sees her mom again. Just for a moment. Yeah. Just, just a moment, and then she'll probably die brutally in front of her face at Tarman Gaiden. Um, um, Step says we didn't get more gays or late in season one, so why bring them in now? I don't think we'll see more gays until, like, season three. I, I don't think we'll see more gays at all. I don't think there's any reason for them to go to Camelin in season two. So I don't think we'll see... I think we'll hear about her. Like, I think there will be letters from home, and I think more gays will be teased throughout season two. I don't think we'll see more gays until season three. If we even see her. We will. She's got to be in it. It's yeah. It's tough, right? Because she's she's plays an important part, uh, with the with the like the political struggles and with the white cloaks and all. Although of that, honestly, so. they could have her just be dead, when Rand goes to fight Robin, and we never see her, and she is Robin actually does kill her off screen. Maybe. And we never we actually could never see more gays because I don't know how important all of this running around in the background stuff she does is. We don't know the end of the story, so I don't know if Morghese ever actually becomes important again. Yeah, that's true. So maybe you could just never show Morghese. Which yeah. would be sad, because, like, I want my redheaded mommy, but... <laughs> you know, guys, you guys know I love my redheads. What? 
What? No. Um, so we find out, uh, Nori is telling her there's all these, like, sea folk ships. Um, mm-hmm. the Queen of Saldea is on a long retreat. The Queen of Candor is not in Kachin, Chachin. Yeah, we finally get an <clears throat> indication of those characters that we saw in the hey! previous prologue. Remember at the end of last book when I was like, why the fuck would you put this in the prologue and never mention it again? They finally mentioned it. 211 pages into the book after the prologue that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. We still haven't seen them. We still have no idea what they're up to, but... It's, uh, well, we... It's been 900 pages since they were last brought well, up. We might have an idea of what they're up to. They might be very close by. We don't know what they're up to, though. We don't know, like, why. I don't really get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't understand why. That's true. Um, And uh, is there anything else important that we learn? <clears throat> um... Oh, um, King Rodrin is gathering his army in Ludgard. And Elaine drops that she has her own information on him about what's going on with King Rodrin. Yeah. And Heldwin Nori is like, oh. Interesting. This was great. This was fucking great. Because he's like, oh, you're smarter than I thought. You're more with it. Well, then, if because of your intelligence and your network, I'm going to give you a little bit more. I'm going to give you a little, little, little sprinkling on top about the Kyrians who are on Elaine's side for the yeah. uh, the I was supposed to say the Iron Throne for the Lion Throne and the Sun Throne. And she definitely makes the right call by being like, "We're not going to please tell them to stay in Kyrian because if they come here, it'll be bad." Yes, if the Kyrians put a- a- Elaine on the throne, that's like almost worse than Rand putting her on the throne. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so. and because they've been to war too many times, right? At yeah. least if Rand puts her on the throne, it's an Andorin putting her on the throne. Well, technically, it's her brother her her stepbrother but the, no one knows that um that's true no <clears throat> one knows that yet and so um yeah i really i loved this I, I just i wasn't expecting to love elaine talks to her banker as much as i did yeah but like it was so good this yeah. whole this whole section with heldwin was the kind of world building that i love mm-hmm. where it's world building from Halwyn's perspective as a banker, right? You really feel like you understand where his understanding of this world is perspectived from. And yeah. I just, I was like, fuck, this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, honestly, chapter nine is the reason why I read through chapter 12 without thinking about the fact of the audiobook reaction. Because I think that this was just rad. Yeah. And yeah. once once you got into this section, it was like, okay, gotta keep going because there's so much going on behind the scenes here that was really fascinating. Um, yeah. 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 So, so yeah, he leaves and uh, Elaine uh, forgets to send for her food. So it gets sent to her and she picks her this bread so and broth. This was so funny. This was so funny. Where like the servants were like, you haven't eaten yet. So we brought you a bunch of food. And she's like, oh no, I'll just take the bread and broth. And the servants are like, Bye. Yeah, yeah, they're like... Mm-hmm. And stop! <laughs> yeah, I guess I, Elaine doesn't like... She likes a light lunch, which I can understand. But only because Linny told her to. Linny, Linny has been pushing the patriarchy on Elaine, being like, your waistline matters. Uh, yeah. Um, And honestly, like, a little bit of spiced broth in the afternoon actually sounds really nice. Yeah, like... I, like I, a I bone broth? Wouldn't be mad at that. There's a honest. place in New York on, um like, 55th and 9th, that all they serve is bone broth. Mm-hmm. And honestly, on like a real cold day, that line is two blocks long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All like the men and women in their like business suits just lining up to get a little, all of that beef bone broth on yeah. a Tuesday mo- uh, afternoon. Some soup. Oh, my God. And that it's it's worth it. Honestly, it's like $16 for a bowl. 
and it is it's like magic god damn yeah it's the it's the like one thing that if i'm sick i will uber eats to no matter where i'm at i will pay whatever like the long distance charge is get that because i'm like that will heal me yeah yeah yeah. it's good i Mm -hmm. wish i remembered the name of that place um yeah i was like oh well we'll go next time we're there but uh so while she's eating uh she is joined dylan by dylan who's like hey there's an army in the woods in the brain wood yeah so uh there's an army in the brain wood so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy it's a bunch of random borderlands people and elaine's like oh it's probably rand don't worry about it <laughs> no but this is interesting because this this gets back into the conversation that i was having with you a while ago mm-hmm. about a lot of uh, my, my problem with people not recognizing more gays is that you kind of have to go through Andor to cross uh, Randland in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. It really is kind of central to travel. And so it makes sense that the Shinarans and the, the, the rest of the Borderlanders have ended up on the border of Andor because it is sort of this like central kingdom um, within Randland in a really interesting way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything happens in Andor, guys. I mean, in this series, kind of. It all happens around Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, they're uh, they're just having some tea. Two ladies who could be queen having some tea together. Super minty tea. Yeah. Like like your Jade Citrus Mint. Yeah, I got some minty tea here myself. Oh no! It's got fork root in it. She's gonna pass out. Uh, no, I can't channel, so like I'm good. You would still pass out though, wouldn't you? Does fork root not knock you out? No, yeah, it does. I just I'm... <laughs> it doesn't really. Uh... <laughs> I'm like, I actually right, wonder. Make me a little sleepy. Does fork root only affect people that can channel, or does it affect everyone? Um, I actually think that's an sure. interesting question, right? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Actually, I don't think we get an answer to that, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like Dylan looks at her and is like, uh, "I know you're thinking about something," and Elaine's like, "I've been poisoned." Yeah. And um, the the way that the Robert Jordan wrote Elaine's perspective through this fight is really interesting. Because at first she thinks that Dylan poisoned her. Yeah. And then she looks to the door mm-hmm. and um, these men come in. Dylan pulls a knife out. Yeah. And Dylan starts fighting them. And so Elaine's like, oh no, she's like on my team here. Yeah. And I thought Dylan died. Me too. I, I'm happy she's alive. Dylan is a fucking badass. Yeah, I mean, when you have a bunch of, like, healers in the castle, mm. you're Gucci. Otherwise, she probably, like, would not have survived, potentially. But um, I love also that, like, conveniently, only one dagger was poisoned so that Dylan didn't die. Well, poison's probably expensive, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I got. Yeah. Or, like, only one of them is, like, trusted with something as dangerous as the poison as a poison dagger yeah <clears throat> when you hire some like street thugs you got to be careful they don't kill themselves dale thank you for that super chat uh, nerdy is not the lesser of the relationship no i am uh you're married and i'm the man so i am the lesser uh her strength is his and his strength is hers as one that's not really how it works did you um, think i was gonna you like flitched away i don't know uh i'm i'm her butler more than her husband, but uh, oh it's Oh my fine. god. It's fine. <clears throat> I'm the Hawinori to her, um, Elaine. You're the banker? No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm the butler. No. 
I cook, I clean. You're the husband. I drive. Okay. I'm I'm the Alfred to her Batman. Oh my god. I am not Batman. I want to be absolutely clear on that. Within our relationship, you're Batman and I'm Alfred. <laughs> yeah, well, people like you better, so. I'm like the Min to your Rand. Like, you're the protagonist and I read books and follow you around. So I'm the asshole. Yeah. And you're the one that everybody loves. Yeah, but you're the hot redhead. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I'm right. the min to her rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> of course. Anyways, uh, uh, somebody barges in and saves Elaine and Dylan, and uh, she passes out. Um, yeah, no, but here, let, let's not jump over that, because Elaine doesn't go out, like, just, like, lying there watching. Elaine is literally, like, being knocked unconscious, and she still pulls a knife and is like, I'm going to fight She's you. Like, oh, yeah. And she, she doesn't, like, do much. But she tries real hard. She does try. Because she's not going out like a bitch. No. Elaine's no. going out on her feet like yeah. a fucking badass. And I I, I got props for that. Look, if you, if you are not going to go out like a weak little nothing, mm-hmm. good for you, Elaine. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I love Elaine. This chapter, like this whole section made me love Elaine. Yeah. Really, really love this character. Yeah. I think she gets some great stuff here. Mama didn't raise no coward. We see why she's going to be a good queen of Andor, provided Andor survives Tarmangadin. Like, who knows yeah. what the fuck happens in the next five books, but... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Spacey, thank you for the <clears> super <throat> chat. Man guy has never stolen my money. He's my favorite? Man guy? I don't know what I'm that's assuming about. assuming that's you. Oh. <laughs> I have not stolen your money, Spacey. That is true. But thanks um, for it. <laughs> oh, got him. So we get to chapter <clears> 10, <throat> um, which is called A Plan Succeeds, which is nice. It's nice when things succeed in the Wheel of Time. Um, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't I don't think often. we. I don't think we missed anything else in that chapter. No, we didn't. I was just making sure. Yeah. Um, Winter's Hot, chapter 10. Let's go. All right, a plan succeeds. Elaine wakes up. Um, oh, actually, there was one thing that I wrote down um, that I think happened much earlier. And sorry, I, I um, no, no, go, go, go. didn't say when it was. But um, Brigitte's memories are fading. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, um, becoming more this version of her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, she's losing the, the access to the, like, Teleranriad of it all. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, very... Do you think that is going to, like, affect Brigitte's, like, personality at all? Or do you think it's only, like, specific instances of, like, things that happened? I don't think it will affect her personality. I think that, like, she is becoming more the person she's living in right now. Yeah, okay. Um, Chris Zolander says we should, Zorander says we should do a Min and Rand cosplay with me in, like, flowery coat and breeches and you in, like, the Dragon Reborn club. Coat? I'll get I'll get a coat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be really I'll, fun. I can I can <clears> make <throat> myself like a sunshine staff. Like you be like in the coat, but like no shirt underneath, so it's super sexy. And I'll yeah. be I'll lose some weight, and we'll get like skin tight. Like we'll get you like nice like honestly uh, suede breeches and and jacket. I have my my flowery shirt. I already have the shirt. For oh it. yeah yeah yeah. Oh my god. That's fun. I love that. <laughs> uh, and so they wake up, and uh, Elaine is like, what happened? And, like, bad shit happened. And so mm-hmm. Elaine is like, fine, I'll have a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we learn about Doylan Millar, which is definitely a real name of a real person. <laughs> Doylan Millar. 
It's not my favorite name, you know? Good old Doylan. Well, good thing uh, Good thing he's a, definitely a real person, not a bad guy. Uh, yep. He becomes the captain of her bodyguard, and Brigitte is going to find 20 ladies uh, to be her, her bodyguard. Um, yeah. Because it's less conspicuous if you have an all-female bodyguard of women who wear sashes. Here's the thing, right? Andor is a country of queens, so having female guards doesn't seem like it would be that weird. Well, but that's what that's that that's my point though is that I'm they're like it'll be less know. conspicuous, and I'm like, will it be less conspicuous? It seems like it will be very conspicuous. Yeah. It will. It seems like it will be equally conspicuous. Everyone's gonna know. They're all wearing swords. Like no one is gonna be like. Well, they're in uniform. They're not meant. Oh to yeah. Be well, spies. and then we find out that they're in bright red from fucking tip to toe. And you're like, Brigitte's taste is fantastic. What, what is this? What is this secret bodyguard you built? They're not secret, <clears throat> right? Like the, it's like it, it's it's exclusive, <clears throat> but I don't think it's meant to be us. Well, but I think that Elaine ball. wants it to be like I, I think Elaine wanted it to be more of a like, sep, uh, like oh the, when you looked at them they wouldn't look like a bodyguard. Yeah. And Brigitte is like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. You're gonna look at these people and you're gonna fucking know. Jesus. Can you show me? I want to know who is Elaine's bodyguard. <laughs> Doylan Mellor is a real name. He's super fucking sus and we don't like him. <clears throat> as literally, he fucks everything. No, okay. But as su- okay, with as- consent. I really love, this is the first time in all of these books where they're like, Doylan Millar will fuck literally anything unless they say no and then he's not interested. The book goes out of its way oh, to be like, Doylan Millar no. fucks everything. But he never pressures women, and he never pushes them when they say no. He just gropes them. No, he doesn't. If, yes, if, he does. if they're not interested, he backs off. He pinches but a lot he of bosoms. Fucks his, he, but but he not fucks, bosoms. No, no, no. But this is the thing. It is really cool for the books to finally acknowledge that consent matters. And the fact that it is a fucking, like, black Aja evil villain servant man... It is so funny to me that they're like, yeah, this guy who's, he's a dark friend, but like he respects women's consent. And I was like, thank you. Finally. Yes. This yeah. section talks, it's so funny because we've spent the last two book clubs uh-huh. complaining and like kind of rattling against how consent and like abuse and that works in this world. Mm-hmm. And then in this section, we get two very like in your face point of view moments about consent being important to characters, even the villains. Yeah. It's just weird for the series that has maybe not always respected that in the same way. Yeah, it's definitely like it's definitely like part of the 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 facade, right? He needs to be he needs to like have a flaw, right? He likes to fuck. Okay, whatever. But he they he, like Elaine is told that like he's honest about it, so if they say no, then he won't do it. So he seems like a real like stand-up guy, right? Oh, um people are bring up in chat. That's not what happens in the next chapter. I'm not talking about David. I'm separating David and Doylan yeah, yeah, into yeah. two different people. Yeah, we know he's like a bad dude, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. but he's like putting on this persona of like, yeah, 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 but like I'm 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 a good dude. I'm, I, what I'm like, saying is that it matters to Elaine and Brigitte that they that is their perception of it. like him respecting women's consent matters to the ladies in this scene. Yes, yes, that is like important yeah, to yeah. them. They're like, look, he he might I'm, be a bit of a he is actually an evil man. Yes, but the ladies. Maybe I set that up wrong, but it is important to Elaine and Brigitte in this moment that despite the fact that he sleeps around, consent matters to him. Yes. I understand that consent doesn't actually matter to him. Yes. 
I, I think I said that up wrong. I, I was saying the point of view of Elaine and Brigitte. From their point of view, this guy who's like maybe not a great dude, but he the the women appreciate that he does that. Yeah, it's important to them, yeah. which is why he's able to gain the <clears> position <throat> that he does, right? Because if if you know he was in the palace like being like a little shit, yeah, yeah. Elaine would be like, yeah, okay, he saved my life, but he doesn't need to be like my head bodyguard, right? But like having this like perspective of him that mm. is put forward that he has put forward of himself. Um, hey, I'm guys, I'm good, I promise. It, it gets him the position that he wants to be in, right? Albino says, Doylen Millar respecting women is the Charles Manson is a vegetarian of Wheel of Time. Fair. That is actually a good comparison. No, in the next chapter, we'll see how he's trash. But... No, no, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bad dude. Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, it is important to, like, Elaine and Brigitte that, you know, he tries to fuck, but if they say no, then he doesn't, and yeah. that's, that's the image that he wants to put out. I, I also, like... In talking about this, I'm talking about it in the direction that we read it, where, like, I didn't know that Dorlan Millar was a bad guy. Like, when I was going through this, I was like, oh, this Dorlan Millar seems like a good dude. Oh, I knew. <clears throat> okay, as soon as there was an assassination attempt and someone just walked in on time to save them, I was like, no, no, this is all, this is an entire setup. Whoever saved Elaine is going to be sus. And See, because I didn't know that what was coming was coming, I thought that they were going to set up Dorlan Millar as a love triangle for Rand. So that's where I thought this was <laughs> oh, going. Jesus. I thought this was going to go down the route of, especially because they like bring up all this consent stuff and how he's super flirty, but he like always goes for consent. Yeah. I thought that all of this conversation was directing us to think that like Elaine is going to be torn between Rand and Doylan. Mm. Now, obviously within a chapter, I thought I, I was disabused yeah, yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the first, when I was first reading this through, I was like, oh, this is being set up as like Elaine's love interest for while Rand is away. Right. Um, and right, then right. Uh, that that was not the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, with a name like Doylin, sorry, someone's going to have the this name Doylin. This is fucking Wheel of Time. Like, guys, there's too many names. There's too many characters. Uh, yeah. I didn't find him super sus at first, but I mostly just like, I just expected like there would be people in the hallways in Camelin, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not weird to me that there are soldiers in the palace. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, Dylan died giving uh, this guy enough time to get there to save Elaine. And then Dylan's fine and this guy's evil. So, like, it was not what I thought. That's No, and yeah. that's fair. Yeah. But Dai- I, I, yeah, I was very sus. Dyshan says maybe his consent is just to dodge suspicion. 10,000%. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. D- David is a bad, bad man who does bad, bad things. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to like make it seem like I'm making excuses for what's going on to Fallon because that's fucked up. But no, no, no. But we need to acknowledge the Fallon stuff is messed up. But also the Fallon stuff is they're they're evils. It's different when evil characters are doing evil things than when our good characters bad. are doing evil yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> so then they go to Teller and Riyadh, even though everyone's like, "You need to go to bed because you were just almost murdered." Well, I love that mm. um, Elaine fully calls Nynaeve's bluff. Because um, Nynaeve is like, no, you're not coming to Teleran Riyadh, right? And mm-hmm. Elaine is like, because uh, Nynaeve is like, you just slept for so long. You're not going to go back to sleep again. And Elaine is like, oh, yeah? You're telling me there's nothing in this tea right here that's going to make me go to sleep? And Nynaeve is like. <laughs> and then there's something in the tea. It's crazy. I know. It's, it's almost crazy. like our characters know one another. I do also I like the, this moment, though. I, I did like that uh, Nynaeve was, like, fully willing to just, like, knock her the fuck out for yeah, her own Yeah, she's dead. like, I don't give a fuck. But I love that Elaine is like, mm. if I get my way, Nynaeve is going to be, like, my Aes Sedai advisor when I'm queen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. 
Probably not. And Nynaeve is not about to sit in Camelin. Nynaeve and Lan have to go make babies and bring Malkyrie back. Exactly. Um, so then uh, they they do end up going to Teleran Riyadh. This is more great shit. Y'all, this section is so fucking good. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking good. They go to Teleran Riyadh and they meet with Egwene and they share some information. A lot of it we already know as the audience, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there... Is there anything that they talk about that you think is important? In Teleran Riyadh? Oh, I, I like the moment where um, Elaine is trying to hype herself up to be queen and Nynaeve walks in and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you talking to yourself? That's fucking weird. <laughs> that yeah. made me, ch that made right. me chuckle. Because that's me. I, I Every time I see a mirror, I'm like, you're not a piece of shit. You're not a piece of shit. You're not a piece of shit. You're, you're, you're like worthy. You. you are worthy. We're not worthy. Um... Um, yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> it, it was, it was one of those things where they kind of just told Egwene mm -hmm. what was, what was up, you yeah. know, they're in communication. Uh, and Egwene is like, I would love for you guys to come join me, but like, if all of the kin showed up right now, shit's gonna go bad. We're trying to go war with the White Tower and like, oh, 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 the war with yeah. the White Tower has not happened yet. No. We find out in this chapter, 230 so... pages into this fucking book. Yeah, which is so freaking weird that, that that we had that at the end of the last one. I'm, I'm very yeah. confused as to why this was ordered the way that it was ordered. Yeah, that it makes me um, dislike chapter 31 from the last book more. That it is now just like, it's just a red herring at the end of the book. For yeah. Just, just, just for no reason, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we do get the reveal about Nynaeve's accepted trial. There was a woman named Sharina Malloy. Yeah, Sharina Malloy. Who is yeah, she's she's now a novice. Yeah. Um She was one of the kin. Yeah. No 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 no. She wasn't one of the kin. She she's one of the people who showed up because of Egwene's new like um Oh, the decree. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. That that anyone could could learn how to channel. So I'm excited to meet Sharina uh two books from now. And then, uh, so just as they're about to, uh, so, uh, Egwene... Oh, this is when we get the Oathrod stuff as Egwene well. sets up her, like, idea for how they're going to keep the tower the tower, but also have the kin involved. And I kind of like that the kin are going to become the, like, old lady society. And I have a feeling that Kat Swain is going to become, like, the leader of the kin by the end of the of series. the old lady society. James, James Smith! Smith. Thank, Thank you for that super chat. Super chat. I almost forgot a book, book club. How <gasps> dare you? What? Blast, Manu. Have a great time at the con. Thank, Thank you. you. Can't wait till this after work. Before I forget, Kat Swain is the... Sorry, Clarks can't do any more nerdies, right? Yes! Fuck Kat Swain. Wow. Especially in this section. Guys, we're going to get to Kat Swain. Wow. Literally, like, Kat Swain. Hey, Kat Swain. Do it's something. Fine. Whatever. Do something. Like... I feel like Kat's, uh, like, I feel like Dudley Dursley, and Kat Swain is the snake in the first book, and he's poking on the glass, and he's like, do something! You know, Dudley Dursley is the villain in that scenario, right? I'm just talking about the one scene. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're the one that made that You're comparison. the one making the glass disappear, falling into the tank, getting your panties wet for Kat Swain fucking Sedai. That's fine, Jesus. I'll take it. Fucking... Um... Um, so then, uh, the, the, Egwene reveals, this is huge, actually. This yes. is pretty huge. Egwene reveals that they are going to have to take the oaths. To which Nynaeve is like, we have to fight the Dark One. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Also, these, these bitches be old. Yeah. We, we think that swearing on the oath rod cuts your life in half, so does that mean they're just gonna drop dead when they swear on the oath? I really should write for the TV show, because I really think that the line in this moment should be Nynaeve going, these bitches be old, yo. 
Absolutely. Can you imagine? Um, but change none of the other dialogue. Everything else is very old-timey Wheel of Time. And then and in the middle like, of season six, Naive like, just goes, these bitches be old. You were like, I'm, what is happening here? And Cat Swain shows up and just smacks her in the mouth with soap. She's like, no. Bad language. So this is when we find out that one of the women is, ne- one of the women is nearly 600. Um, like, she's, she's almost 600 years old and she's a kinswoman um, in Ebudar. Wild. But she's probably not going to be kinswoman anymore because she's going to be in dead dummy, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, so yeah, so the plan is to, like, have them unswear when they become a kinswoman, which, yeah. uh, alright. Unswear the oath so they can live longer. My thing is that, like, they're just guessing about the oath rod being the reason for it. They don't actually know, so they don't even know if that would work. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna have to, to test that. And who knows, if, you, if you've been under the oaths for, like, 150 years and you unswear your oaths, can you survive that? Like, it just se- like, this plan just seems so, like... It's, an, it's, it's like any of Elon Musk's ideas about Twitter, where, like, it could work. Yeah. I, you, there's no reason to believe that it will, but, like, sure, why not try it? What, what could go wrong? Yep. What could possibly go wrong? Um, oh, and we get a mention of Halima. Fucking Halima. Just fucking up Egwene. Yeah, with um, those, those good fingers. Wow, I didn't like that. But then they realize they're being spied on. Because uh, some guy literally walks into the room with them. Yeah, so we find out that there is a man who looks like Rand's uncle. Yeah. Do you think it's Rand's dad? No, I, I feel like his dad is dead. We don't know that. We just know that he disappeared into the blight. And then Elaine says that his coat, the, the Shinaran coat, reminds Elaine of the Borderlanders in Brainwood, and she mentions that too, Egwene, right? So, my question is, mm-hmm. is Rand's dad alive? Guys, this is, this, this section has been so fucking good. Did we just meet Rand's fucking dad? And is Rand's dad dead? And he's a ghost like Brigitte? And he's one of the hundred, and one of the horn called good people? Oh, he's one of the heroes. Did he, like, die fighting the blight? And so he gets to be one of the heroes of legend? Does, will Rand get to meet his dad the next time the horn is blown? Like, there's so many fucking possibilities here. But why would it be Rand's uncle? Rand's uncle, like, I don't even know if Rand has uncles. But here's the thing. Rand's dad... No, never mind. That's his mom. Okay. Fuck. Rand's dad is an Aeolman, right? Yes. Yeah. Who died in the blight. Right? Died in the blight? I don't remember what happened to him. Um, If Rand had a mean uncle, Yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I, I I don't know who this is. Like, did he look that way on purpose, or is that actually Chad how is he saying looks? Slayer, but Slayer looks like land. Slayer looks like land. Not Rand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, Fs? You know who this is? I don't know if we've met anyone we who We know looks who like, this is. I don't think we've met anyone who looks like Rand. Because Rand, here's the thing, Rand looks like his mom. We know this for facts. Everyone's like, wow, you really look like your mom. Like, okay, so then that was Terengil, right? We're not talking about Tam. Tam is his, like... Tam is not his dad. I- not his birth dad. Yeah, and Tam is just... Where is Tam? I don't remember. Tam's somewhere. Tam is in two rivers. Where is Tam? 
Is he still in the Two Rivers, or did he live with Perrin? He, he probably still in the Two Rivers. Who is this guy? If we already know him, if we've met him. Rand's uncle. Tall, redhead. He's gotta be a fucking Andoran, then. Um... No, he no, he's an Aiel. He's got to be an Aiel. No, 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 no. If it's if it's Rand's uncle on his mom's side, we're not reading chat, guys. Don't worry about spoilers. Yeah, we're yeah. looking away intentionally. We're not reading it. Um. S is what we type to move spoilers up so no one can see it. I guess it could be Slayer if, like. Rand looks like Lan, but I've never thought of Rand as looking like Lan in my head. But I guess it's because I see Lan as being Asian. No, but Lan is because blonde. Daniel Henney is Lan to me. Yeah, no, Lan, Lan is, is blonde in the books. He, he's not... So that, that... It can't be Slayer, because Slayer looks like Lan. Huh. So it can't be, unless it's someone who, like, shapeshift. Apparently we've just forgotten... Alright. Alright. Okay, I... Sure. We're gonna move on, because I can't figure it out. Um, it would be fun if it's Slayer, because then, like, Slayer finally came back. The only people that we have said who look like Rand is his mom. And, like, the Aiel, because he looks like an Aiel. But. Well, yeah, but it doesn't, like, he just, he looks like an Aiel. Not like he looks like this Aiel, right? All right, let's move on. Uh, so, yeah, that happens. Uh, and then, so we cut to Asni's point of view. Or, no, the, the women, like, run after him, but they don't, they don't get him. Yeah, yeah, they don't get it, and they think that there's also somebody else spying. Um, Asni is sitting with Chesmal. <laughs> yep. Just, Robert Jordan, I just come back from the dead and just punch me in the fucking face. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh Asni God. and Chesmal are sitting, uh, they're, they're, they're Leandrin's, um, Black Asha. They're two of the 13 that left with Leandrin. We learned that. Yeah, yeah, and they've been, they've been working for Mogadian, <coughs> but Mogadian hasn't been around for a while. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Eldrith shows up, who's in charge, um, and they're kind of like waiting for Mogadian, but uh, Tamale comes in. Mm -hmm. We've got Asni, Chesmal, Tamale, mm -hmm. and uh, Ch Chenet. Tamra. Uh, this fucking section. Siren. There's, there's Narcissus. A, thank you for that super so chat. So many names in this section. Um, be comfortable that this confusion about who this is is common with most viewers at this point. It is better when you figure it out naturally later. Thank you. Right. Appreciate that super chat. Is this chat. who killed Modian? Um, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. fucking answer that in the chat, for fuck's sake. Uh, so Tamale is the one that was spying on Nynaeve and Elaine? Yep. She's like, guys, I, I heard some stuff. Although, I don't know how much of that was, like, super important. Except maybe like, really. the army being there. Learning like... about the kin is because they can then... No, actually, learning about the kin is super important. Because they can yeah. now sow that into the uh, Gwen's army. Like, they, if they can send it to an operative they have in Egwene's army, like Halima, then they could pass that around and they could um, ruin um, Egwene's strength, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, and then, yeah, that's kind of it. It's kind of a, just, like, a reminder of the Black Aja being in um, 
Camelin. Yeah, they're they're in Camelin. They're hanging out. Um, oh, and, and they're one of them is having uh, is letting her warders know where she is because she thinks that soon she's going to need steel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but really like cool. one of the other warders tried to like. Rantomor, thank you. Welcome back to the nerd. General table. message of support. Thank Appreciate you, Rantomor. Um. Yeah. One of the warders. Um. One of one of the women. Kenneth. Let let her like bond slip for a bit, and her warder was able to find her. And Kenneth is going to kill her, no matter what the consequences to himself. Kenneth is. I cannot wait to meet this guy. Yeah. This is we gotta the, meet this Kenneth. is the new Ken. Now that um the first Ashaman is dead. Yeah. Ken two is coming to kill Chesmol. Or, or yeah. Eldrith, I one of the girls. I cannot wait to see him, like, single-handedly just take out this knot of dark friends. <laughs> okay, and then we cut over to Millie Skane's point of view. Guess what, you guys? It's an S name. I know her first name's Millie, but also Skane, you know but what I mean? But also, there's so many S's. Um, or the Lady Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. The assassin lady. Yes, from book one. Uh, we find out that she is, um, keeping Falion as, like, a weird sex slave for David as a punishment which is super twisted and weird and uh they're yep. they're, they're bad people so yeah in case you didn't know the dark yeah. friends not very are nice. the bad guys yeah they're definitely the bad guys um yeah <laughs> oh god uh yeah, so we kind was... of learned how lady shane became a noble and it was by murder because she is a bad person shocking and then um marilyn Marilyn. No, Marilyn. Marilyn? Marilyn Gamalfin oh, shows up. Marilyn Morden Marilyn. And there's but there's there's two <laughs> Aes Sedai whose names are Marilyn and Marilil. We yeah. There's Marilyn and Marilil. And there's also Marilyn. Yes, and there's also Marilyn. That's just fucking rude. Thanks, Robert Jordan. I cannot keep track of who these people are. I, I like, I'm literally at the point where I can't keep track of who I'm talking about anymore. Yeah. Because there are characters who are like, this person is a dark friend. And I'm like, wait, Marilyn's a dark friend? And I was like, oh no, that's Marilyn. There's an N in that name. I'm just dyslexic and I can't read. And like the names are, the the rhyming names that have most of the same letters, it's fucking I know. fucked. It's so rude. It's fucked. Yeah. For my brain. I, for, uh, there are probably many people who are like, I never struggle with any of this. And I'm really happy for you. But like the names of the Wheel of Time are the hardest part of this whole thing. <laughs> to have Millie talking to Marilyn about Marilyn and Marilyn, Marianne. And I, I just, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And who, none of them have, like, normal names. Who retracted James Whitpeg's Why is David? That was a funny joke. <laughs> no, retracted means he took it back himself. Oh, yeah. no. why The Why is David was funny, because other people are... Oh, because I think Rantel Moore had already made the joke. Oh, it's fine. But, I understand. like, Morden, Marilyn, Marilil, Millie... Mogadian. Mogadian. Mil, 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 the yeah. M's are becoming as bad as the S's. I know. Anyways... Da- David Hanlon, <laughs> bad guy, now is the captain of Queen's Guard. So yes. Fuck that guy. And we get to chapter 11. Yeah. Ideas of importance. Oh, and there's apparently a Black Aja in the um, castle. So the, the we don't know whether it's Saritha. But they make it like Carrie Ann seem or like it's Saritha. Yeah. But in this moment, they the lady uh, Cheyenne is like, well, we have a Black Aja inside. So they're going to do the thing. If you like fruit wine as much as I do... Still don't understand. It's a it's a reference from um, Shit's Creek. Oh. <clears throat> uh, Marie Sue. Mar- no, God. 
So we, <laughs> we go to Rand. Because there's too many fucking Ice Die names for us to deal with anymore. Guys, um, we're getting so close to chapter 12. Are you ready? So close. Rand uh, steps out of a gateway into uh, like a, a, a weird like dusty storeroom with moth-eaten moldy tables. Yeah. Uh, and Min's there with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, we got to go because I'm about to throw up. Uh, and Min's like, you need to go see Elaine and Avienda. And he's like, no, they don't love me. You're lying to me, but you love me. And like, that's cool. But like, we're going to be secret. Mm-hmm. And so he puts on a very ugly disguise. Yeah. To go see Nynaeve and Matt. Yeah. Guys, it's a Matt chapter. But Matt's not there. Matt's dead. Because he's dead. F some chat for the Matt, please. Um. Uh, so he mirror of mists himself into an ugly wart faced boy. And they they start walking around the palace, and as immediately they run into Harfer, uh-huh. uh, the first maid, and Min is like, I have to go do something. Can you take Rand to um? We shouldn't say to Rand. Nynaeve. Uh, to, can you take Nully? And he's uh, got some uh, something for Nynaeve. Rand is like, this is not. We're, stick, we're supposed to. What are you She's doing? Like, bye. Bye. I'm gonna go do. Don't worry about it. I'm gonna do my own thing. And Rand, I just know Rand is in that moment going like, women. I fucking hate women so much, but yeah. men is so hot in those pants, that ass, Can't. but God, women. <laughs> yeah, that that's his exact internal monologue. Yeah. Um, so Mistress Harfour is like, you are very suspicious, but um, we're going to She's find. so She's so mean to him. I know. Min is like, oh yeah, no, uh, Nynaeve is having him do this errand for her. And Mistress Harfour's response is just to be like cruel to this man. I know. Who's just doing his job. Yeah. Like Mistress Harfour, this man has done nothing wrong. He's ugly. But like Mistress Harfour is is mean to ugly people. Yeah. And like that's not cool. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I don't know. She's very sus of him. For, for no reason. Although, I guess the fact that they just like, showed that, up in the middle of the palace I is think kind of deep sus. deep down, she's like, I think this man is about to deflower the queen. She knows. No, Mistress, no. Mistress Harfer she sees the not. future. No. And she has a brief vision of Elaine just getting absolutely no. gutted. No. Very well. Thank you for the super chat. Rand must have inadvertently seen Ulver's dad at some point for this disguise. <laughs> that's the face he keeps seeing that's with Matt. Oh, Oliver. it's Oliver. Yes, yes, yes. That makes. What that if makes he sense. runs into Brigitte with that disguise on, and she gets all horny for him, and then Elaine can feel her horniness through the bond, and now suddenly it's like a weird three. It's like, situation. hey, that's mine. <laughs> Josh, thank you. Welcome back to the nerd table. We love time compendium app to remember names. Yeah. Then I have just... to like have another app, like. Well, but also I just worry about spoilers, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's it's. Oh boy. What if Brigitte sees... That would have been so funny. If Brigitte, like, Elaine can feel Brigitte get all horny seeing Rand's ugly disguise. And she's like, Brigitte. That's it. Robert Jordan, you missed a great opportunity here. Truly. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mistress uh, Harfour takes takes uh, Rand to go see Nynaeve. Um, and I love that he, like, gives her some, like, code words. He's like... Well, no, 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 we're not there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, go, we cut to Nynaeve's point of view first. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Don't skip first. to chapter 12. We've got to get through chapter 11 first. Sorry, my bad. Because we might talk about chapter 12 for an hour, you guys. Um, yeah, buckle up. Nynaeve is with the Windfinders teaching, and fuck, I hate the sea folk. Yeah, they are <clears throat> really shitty. I promise to be positive this week, but can I have, like, one moment of negativity? Yeah. Can I just have one chat? Can I have one brief moment? I kind of don't love... In the Wheel of Time, 
how all of the foreign cultures have the same thing going on. They are all really strict. And not even all the foreign cultures, because the White Tower is the same. But, like, they're all different, kind of. But they're all based on the same, like, there are women in this culture who are in charge and they're mean about it. And it's so consistent across all of them that they're not actually as different as I want them to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the Aes Sedai, the Aeol, the Sea Folk, even the Sanchin to some extent. The Sanchin are probably the most different. Yeah. But yeah. the Aeol, the Sea Folk, and the Aes Sedai have a real consistent... Um, they're they're just kind of mean. Yeah. As a form of leadership. Yeah. And I think it's bad leadership. But the books treat it like, oh, they're really good at being leaders because they're just aggressive and yeah. and like dismissive. And I, I don't I don't get it. I don't I, I feel like I'm supposed to dislike the sea folk. Which is weird because I uh, the moment that Elaine had on the ship, I I I was into it. I was like, oh, we're learning some really interesting things. These they seem really cool, but yeah, it feels like Robert Jordan was in the military, and so every society has a very rigid um, militaristic hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and there, we don't really vary from that at all, at least that we've seen. Maybe this, uh, this, the other S society that we haven't been to yet. Although, no, every seven years, they, their leader dies. So that also seems pretty fucking bleak. Well, um, we don't know about the Sharans yet. Well, yeah, we don't we know only about know them. that one thing about them. But like all the societies that we have right now just seem to be like very um aggressive. Uh Samantha A says, Remember when you said you were looking forward to see what ha- would happen when Nynaeve encountered people stronger for her than her? The thing is that like I was I was excited to see that from the perspective of the characters growing because mm-hmm. she sees that there are characters who are stronger than her who I was hoping that she would meet characters who were stronger than her and didn't need to be so, like, pushy about it. Yeah. And instead, she's met people who are stronger than her but use the same bullying tactics that she uses. Yeah. And, like, all... And and that's kind of my problem with it is all of these societies are just bullies. Cat Swain is a bully. Sorlia is a bully. Rianne is a bully. The the leader of the Seafolk is a bully. Alice is a bully. Alice is a bully. And, like... It, it, the problem is that in in Robert Jordan's version of matriarchy, matriarchy is just women being mean to each other, and I and no, but seriously, like that 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 is what comes across in a lot of these interactions, mm-hmm. in a way that isn't pleasant to read and doesn't really make sense to me as a society. Like the sea folk, like Robert Jordan writes these societies as if characters would put up with being treated this way constantly yeah and i don't think that they would i don't think humanity deals well with this kind of treatment we as a species are more likely to push back and Mm. i i just i i don't know the fact that every single society that we meet in these books has the same like old bullying women at the top and people put up with it is is just it's getting a little bit tired and it's so similar that, like, I, I need variety. I think that that's yeah. it. I think that it's just missing variety in the systems of what, what has stuck around, right? I, I don't mind that there are societies that are like that, right? It things, mm-hmm. things become ingrained in tradition and, and humans like um, familiarity, right? So if it's familiar, they will gravitate towards it. But, like, the fact that every single society just kind of has the same tactics for leadership... It, at this point, I was just hoping that the sea folk would offer something different 
that I could be invested in that'd be like, oh cool. But they're kind of just more of the same. Um which uh, is it's, fine. it's definitely not historically accurate. The the, the the these societies. No human society has been as has these as strict a structure as these. You might see that within like city states. Like you like you could say like Sparta has that, but for the most part people don't have there isn't such clearly defined systems of leadership where like people know down to like in a room of 20 people they know exactly who they fit between. People are more generalized into groups. It's also I think that um the the military and the general population become conflated, right? Mm-hmm. Because like this this feels like all the IEL are basically like militants except for blacksmiths. When we don't really see, and and I think that part of the problem is we never see those characters. We never, yeah, we yeah. never see the other side of things. We only get the perspective of the harsh and rigid, like, um, crime and punishment kind of structure. Yeah, which like, is is just more of the same. It's 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 not like I said. It's not that it's bad. I think that like. There's there's important things and value, and I think Robert Jordan is saying something about the world. But at this point, it's just like okay, they do the same thing as everybody else, so I'm I not just, really that interested. I I find it a little bit. I I just find it kind of bland. Because that's what they're I mean. Similar. They're all the, they're yeah. all they're all very similar. So I, I was hoping the Sea Folk would be very different from the Aiel. I, I was and they're hoping, not. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're they're kind of the exact same thing. I find yeah. the Windfinders and the Wise Ones to be so... And, like, the fact that every single one of these societies does the same... Uh, like, from Nynaeve and the Women's Circle, well, that's Women's Circle business. Everybody has to stay out of it. The Aiel Wise Ones have Wise One business, and everybody has to stay out of it. The Aes Sedai have Aes Sedai business, and everybody has to stay out of it. The Windfinders have Windfinder business that everybody has to stay out of it. Yeah. It's the fact that it's this exact same copy and pasted into each society mm-hmm. that I find just... I, I wish that they were different. Yeah, I wish that yeah. we met the society where m- men were more equal. I, like, And maybe that's Shara, but like... I just, I find the copy paste of it to be boring. Yeah. Not the, not the individual societies themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that by the time we meet the sea folk, we've just kind of already seen this, this version of what, how Robert Jordan writes this. Yeah. Five times. And so the sixth time you're like, oh, hey, wait a second. Robert Jordan is just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. It's, which He's is not creating new things. Feels like. It's Aiel on a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's just, that's not my favorite. Yeah. Thing. That, yeah. That's not my favorite, like, trope. I was hoping for something else. Yeah. But well, it's not, and that's fine. Uh, Samantha, thank you for that super chat. <laughs> Samantha says, in Randland, you either belong to a society of hyper-authoritarian spankers or pacifist tinkers who all get pwned all the time. Choose one. That, that, but that, I, I agree with you 100%, Samantha. It really is one or the other. Yeah. And I think that it's why I love Perrin so much, because Perrin, as a character, lives in a more... Like, I think Emmonsfield lives in a more realistic place where they have a system of government that has multiple people who talk to... And, like, obviously, Perrin is the leader. But, like, it seems like the people are there for the general good of other people. And it's less, like, like stamp aggressive as we get a kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I was really interested to find out more about the sea folk, and it was not as interesting as I hoped it would be, you know? They just this kind of felt, about, like, less interesting than I yield to me. Yeah, and the whole thing about, like, well, if you are, like, con- like if you are tried mm, and convicted mm. of, like, showing favor because you're related to somebody, you get fucked. Like, so, so... 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, because you would have people like, set off on their own then. P- the, the, yeah, the, people would leave. Like Robert Jordan does not write enough people walking away from these societies because they're fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. There needs to like, be more Aiel who live in Randland because they couldn't deal with the bullshit. Yeah, this poor girl is like, yeah, no, I love my mom. We're great. And then she was like, oh no, you think she hates me because she treats me this way, and like her, like the family members have to stay in their like subservient positions for years longer than other people i'm like people will get upset about that like yeah you know that that i don't think that that would fly every single time yeah it's it's robert jordan's politics are weirdly pro-authoritarian in a way that i don't really know what he's trying to say about real life Mm -hmm. like robert jordan seems to be and and I don't know if he is as a person, right? Yeah. I'm not I'm not coming down his real world politics, but it comes across in his books that he's very pro authoritarian. You know, he writes a very cynical, very um, like yeah, a very almost fascist sort of political state ideology yeah. into all of his ideologies. Yeah, and there's there, there's not very much variety in the politics of Randland. Yeah, it is a very right wing conservative like cynical political point of view that is that that is uh, it's hard to like understand with the world that they live in yeah I definitely it, it's just, interesting i definitely just wish there was more variety uh Ashandra says we need more elias fuck you i'm out the thing with elias though is that the because of the wolf brother thing there's like a concrete like reason that yeah. he kind of had to go off right like i uh, it's one of those things where Maurice says I, Robert Jordan was pro-monarchy. That makes so much sense. Yeah, I, I, see, I, I can see that. I get that a thousand percent. Mm, yeah. It, it also just is like, when, when I learned that he was from South Carolina and he writes slavery the way that he does, I'm really hoping that there's an end goal for the slavery conversation in Wheel of Time. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like a South Carolinian writing the like, oh no, the like slaves enjoy being slaves narrative that... <laughs> I, yeah, I is don't think... really uncomfy. Yeah, I don't think that the domain thing is going to stay that, right? I think that there's a lot to, to unpack there. I don't want to have that full conversation until we've read the end of the story to see where it's going. Because I, I, I want to believe that the domain... Will, I, I want to believe that there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. But I also don't love the, like, slaves who like to be slaves storyline. I, I think that that is... Uh, I don't find it to be realistic. Um, and I also think that it is, like... It's it's very uncouth, and so I'm I'm hoping that there's a reason for it. We just yeah. haven't gotten there yet. They've been conditioned and like brainwashed in a sense, and I hope that that matters to like like at the end of the series. Yeah, yeah, that there's there's a reason for all of that. Um, because poor oh, man, it is especially this last section was like tough. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to it in chapter fourteen. That's yeah, gonna be more conversation. But then. we're we we gotta we gotta get on we gotta get on this. Do we're we? two hours in. Oh my god, this is gonna be a three hour show. Yeah. Knowing us. Um, so then, no um, Nynaeve teaches, uh, but, uh, we meet, um, we meet Talan, who is more power, has the potential to be more powerful than Nynaeve. Mm-hmm. And she like figures out some ways around his, uh, she figures out some ways around Nynaeve's weaves, her shields by being like the six pointed, like, what did you do? And You're then so Nynaeve sneaky. like comes up with a way to beat that. And then Talan, um, comes up with a way to beat that. And then it gets really fucking weird here mm-hmm. where they have, they have Talan hold her. And, like, fuck with her to see if she can break through the shield to make sure that Nynaeve's lying. Not not, not lying. lying. Yeah. And, like, I got very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, this seemed... I was like, fuck the sea folk. 
Yeah. Like, genuinely, fuck them. Yeah, because here's the thing. You can't, like, if you're expected to all work together, you have to trust somehow. And, like, I understand mm-hmm. that the Aes Sedai aren't giving you exactly what you want the moment that you want it. But that be- that's because there's, like, more important things going on. Like, Tarman Gaiden is coming, you know? Yeah. And then they're like, no, we need teachers now. And it's like, okay... You know, like, we're all, like, doing but our best they're, here. They're, the, I said I are not going to teach you if you don't show respect. Yeah. And this is my problem with... Robert Jordan also writes in this concept of societies who are incapable of working with other societies. Yeah. Everyone in Robert Jordan's, Robert Jordan's Nobody writings... Nobody can talk to one another. They're, they're all fucking terrible at diplomacy. Yeah. And they're all, like, you have to live by our rules. And it's like, or you could just, like... You could meet them in the middle a little bit. Yeah. And nobody ever meets anybody in the middle in this series. Yeah. And so it just is like, it it, it feels like I'm being like rubbed between two, two pieces of friction that I don't want to be between as the reader. Mm-hmm. And it's just not pleasant sometimes. This scene was really unpleasant to read. And also it doesn't really have a point. Like there, there's no, re- it, it's kind of like when Min is spanked by Soralia. Where like this was the one section this week of reading where I was like, this doesn't really do it. There's nothing... Like, this is just cruelty for no sake. Yeah. They don't, they, like, they could have just, Robert Jordan could have just re- written that Talan breaks the shield. It's a it's a heroic moment for her. Yeah. We meet this Talan character in this heroic moment. And instead of, like, just moving on from that, we have to do this, like, and then, they, then it gets dark and weird and twisted and cruel for no fucking reason. Yeah. And it, like, ruins the moment. And I, I found that... I found that unfortunate for this because I thought it was actually a really cool scene mm-hmm. that was just ruined by some like really just pointless lazy cruelty. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, are we supposed to not like the sea folk? You know, like is that the, they, the point of the scene? Because I don't care about them. No. So like now I'm just like, well, fuck. Like, why should I give a shit? Yeah. Why Why am I showing up for more sea folk chapters? Like, what What is it about them that matters? Because thus far, some of them helped with the bowl of winds. But other than that, the Seafolk have been fucking useless. They've done nothing. They have no goals. And and that's part of the problem, right? The Seafolk don't have any desires. Mm-hmm. They don't have any, like, they want to work for the Korra more, I think. But, like, I also don't know that they do. Like, yeah. the, the Seafolk are just sort of this, like, nebulous other that don't have any purpose for our characters and don't seem to have any purpose for themselves. Yeah. And I think that if Robert Jordan had just set up what they want and what their goals are and maybe if we learn some core more prophecies or something just to give us like an in on them because mm-hmm. right now they just feel like this wall that i'm looking at yeah yeah yeah. Uh, the, and with where the only like tiny pinprick of light is um to land to land she right? seems cool she seems great and 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 you know she's like i want to be an ice and i and then he's like oh shit molly brings up a great point now we all can travel why do we need boats yeah that's True, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I just wish I understood them. I, I, like, there's a lot in these books that I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the Aiel a lot, because I know what the Aiel are doing. Like, I understand what they're, I understand how they got here. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I, I like reading about the Sanchen. I fucking hate the Sanchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, but I, I think they're that they're interesting. interesting villains. Yes. And I also understand their desires. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we had just been given some desires and some, like, purpose for the sea folk, yeah. I could be really invested in them. Mm-hmm. As it is, though, they're just, they're just cruel. Yeah. And, like, aggressive. And that's it. 
that that's all they are. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting around complaining and being mean about it. Yeah. And so every time we cut to them, I'm like, I, I, either tell me what this is about or I don't give a shit. And that's kind of what I, and that's where I'm at. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. At least we got like a little, like a bit of an explanation from Talana that was nice. And she's like, I want to be Ice Die. And then he was like, look, mm-hmm. I can see that you, that you really want this. And Talana was like, oh, thank you. And then runs away before he can say anything. And then he was like, uh, no, what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and then Lan shows up, of course, because Lan knows where to be at all times j jack says uh jordan's version of being progressive is being pro polygamy pro toxic matriarchy and being cavalier about casual bigotry yes a little bit yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i think what's funny is that we when we were like we're gonna read the wheel of time people are like robert jordan was really progressive for the 90s and now we're nine books in and honestly like he wasn't I, well, yeah, I don't... He really, like, like <laughs> he really wasn't. This is, his politics are, like, late 18th century. Yeah. Yeah, it is one of those things where I, it is, this, the series is not what I expected. Nope. That's for sure. No, it's not. Um, but Lan shows up. Um, and, um, and then, uh, Nanny flirts and is like, I want you to fuck the shit out of me. And Lan <laughs>, laughs. Basically. No, no, that is exactly that what happened. That is what happened. Talan wants to go to the White Tower. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lan wants, uh, Nynaeve wants Lan to dick her down. Yeah. And so they go back to her yeah. rooms. But the rooms, there's people in there. Because uh, Rand is there and Rand is like, yeah, Sen Bui said that I shouldn't meddle in women's circle business. And Nynaeve is like. Uh, no, Mistress Thane said you wanted to see me right away. Women's circle business, she said. Something about Senbui. And I was uh, like, Before we move on, nice. I just want to address what Robert Power is saying. Robert Power says, uh, that's such a terrible attitude. Why would you assume that Jordan is trying to be anything? He wasn't trying to be anything. He was writing the story that he wants to tell. Okay, but when you are writing a story, especially over the course of this many societies and this mm-hmm. many... Uh, you are making a statement about what you believe about the world. And yeah. when you are writing your protagonists and how they behave and how they interact with the world, you are writing what you think is right. Yeah. And how you think things should be. You... Art comes about for a reason. It doesn't just fall out of, in, into your hand, right? You, you, cannot cl- you cannot write a book that is pro-slavery and then claim that it's not what you believe. You just wanted to write about... Uh, characters that were pro-slavery yeah. and have anyone buy into that as yeah. the reader we are going to walk away from the books with your view of the world and that's why we're hoping that by the end of the series mm-hmm. we have that like circle because uh, right now we have the things that are happening and the the people that are and r- right if, if the domain being happy being domain is not a thing that's like resolved it is a weird thing to write about to be like, yeah, these slaves really uh, like being slaves, but oh, I'm not pro-slavery. Like that, those things don't jive together. Yeah. Like you need that resolution, and you need you need to say something about what you're writing about. Otherwise, why are you writing it? If, if you're not if you're not making a commentary, if you're not saying anything, then it doesn't matter. Then it's just yeah. words on a page, right? Yes. Yeah. You you cannot claim that you're not making a commentary on the real world because you are. Yeah, that's what art is. Robert, you can't say that like Robert Jordan was writing about what like pre-industrialized world would have been like if it was a matriarchy, mm-hmm. and then walk 
back, the Robert Jordan was writing about what he thought a pre-industrialized world would be without a matriarchy. Like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. He's either making a statement or he isn't. And if he's not making a statement, then why are we reading this? What's, yeah, the, what's yeah. the point of it? And so that's why we're, we're, you know, in a lot of ways, we're we're excited to get the end, but we're not excited for it to end. But we're excited to get to the end mm-hmm. to, like, really have that full circle. And unfortunately, Robert Jordan himself didn't get to finish the series, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But at least in terms of storytelling, we will have that hopefully conclusion i mean i don't know i brandon sanderson seems like he knows what he's doing but it has to be like there has to be a reason for it all otherwise it doesn't matter robert power uh says you were expecting the books of virtual signal virtue signal not everything will everything is a virtue signal no 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 no. yes everything in life is a virtue signal yeah how we behave if you write a protagonist in any story you are virtue signaling because this yeah. is how we tell the stories of the world. Yeah, you put a protagonist out there who is... who. If you are setting someone up to be the protagonist, mm-hmm. they have to be the person who is who, who you want people to like or to empathize with or to understand, right? Even if they make bad choices, even mm-hmm. if they, you know, they're, even if they're fallible because humans are. Like, people put themselves into their art. Yeah, 100%. Like, that. otherwise, it's pointless. Otherwise, there's no soul to it. There's, and, there's no reason for it. And here's the thing, right? Like, I want to root for the protagonists of your story. Yeah. And if the protagonists of your story are doing things that I'm not going to root for, I'm not going to be interested. There's a reason why people have consistently written to us. I have so many DMs from people uh, after the last couple of weeks who have been DMing me like, this is where I fell off. This is where I stopped reading because of the things that you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I understand why you don't want to get involved in this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I just, I feel like the, the you cannot write a, a story and put your vision of the world out in the world and not expect people to read it critically. We're, we've been talking yeah. about this story in what, like, 105 hours of book club at this point we're gonna look at these things critically yeah 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 Yeah. otherwise there's no point in us talking about it otherwise we are just telling you what happened but you guys already know what happened and so what's the point in us talking about it right um emmanuel s says rand is a protagonist he's definitely not pro-slavery he definitely also not pro-monarchy aristocracy that is true Mm -hmm. we just don't spend enough time with him that, that it's hard because we don't get to talk about Rand as much as I want to in this podcast because he's just missing for so much of these books. Yeah. But he's not missing from this section. Rand is back. Let's move yeah. on. We've said it. I said I was going to be negative this week. You said you weren't. I said I wasn't going to be negative this week. Oh, I thought you said was. I was no, like, we're not. not we're, we're, we're being positive. Yeah, no, I just, I, you know, we're not at the end of the story yet. And we just have <clears> to <throat> acknowledge where we are at in these points in the story. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Baka Karn, I have to respond to one last thing and then we're moving on. RJ is somewhat unique in that he writes a lot of characters to be realistic in the setting and not towards an ideal. That's why so many characters are so annoyingly flawed. Disagree. Robert Jordan writes a lot of characters to have the exact same flaws. And when a writer writes the exact same thing over and over and over and over again and then calls it realistic, it is that yeah. person saying that they think that that is realistic. And I'm saying that these characters are not realistic. These societies are not realistic. They are yeah. his idea of realistic, which says something about him as an author. And if you are not on board with us thinking about that critically, I don't know why you're listening to a podcast about these books i don't yeah. know what do you want us to just read them to you like that's what audible's for. robert jordan the, the reason that we were talking about these societies is because they have the exact same flaws mm-hmm. over and over and over again and yeah. robert jordan saying oh no it's realistic for all of these societies to be built around violence is something that i fundamentally disagree with yeah and like 
that that is my point of view, and that's why we talk about it in the book. Yeah, club that we way. have different worldviews than Robert Jordan, and I think that that's what makes talking about these things interesting, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah it's would be boring if we were just like, so this happened, cool, and then this happened, cool, right? Like, you can go listen to audio Audible if 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 you just want the books, and like that's that's fine if that's what you're looking for. Like, I, I'm not like I'm not gonna judge, right? Yeah. If if that's what you're looking for, then all the power to you, but. We're here with our podcast because we like to discuss and like go in depth and and think critically and, um, you know, see what we can like mm-hmm. excavate from these like absolute behemoths of novels. Jalen Bennett, I'm not saying that Robert Jordan is pro-slavery at no, all. No, 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 no. I'm saying no, no. that he has written a society in it that goes with the benevolent slaver, um, slave who enjoys slavery trope. Mm-hmm. And I want, I, I said earlier, I want to get to the end of that before we talk about it. Yeah. Because it's a problematic trope that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And if it ends in a way where like they have to work with the benevolent slavers, I'm going to, I'm going to have a problem with that. It's I'm gonna not be going to enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we're, yeah. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to yeah. the fun stuff because this next section is going to be really fun. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> So, uh, Rand says the whole thing about Senbui and the women's circle, which is great. Mm-hmm. Nynaeve sends Mrs. Harfer out of the room, and Nynaeve is like, what? Who are you? And Lan is, like, all hard, because he's never been harder than his he's current level of hardness. He's hard, 24-7. Lan, Lan is, um, secretly, um, a Pokemon who just constantly uses Harden. Oh, and so his defense, his defense is at plus six. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, he... <laughs> He is uh, staring at Rand as Rand drops the, the um, what is it? The mirrors. The, yeah, the Mist, specific Mirror of Mists. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, it's Rand. And Lan and Rand have a brief, before, like. Uh, before they talk to Nynaeve, they have, like, a bro moment. Where he's like, I see you didn't take your advice. And I was like, wow, called out. Okay. Yeah. But also, they, they like ignore Nynaeve at first which I was kind of like all right boys yeah yeah they 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 have a moment and Nynaeve is like excuse me I'm right here she's like what are you two going on about uh then Ren's like you wouldn't understand men's stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah so um they let him know that they know about um, Kyrian mm-hmm. and the explosion thing that happened where the castle uh, blew up. <laughs> and they're like, so are, are, is this why you're here? Like, what's going on? Um, Egwene can <laughs> help you. Bear says, Lan, Lan puts his hand on his dick because his sword isn't hard enough. <laughs> My god. Uh, I love it. It must be exhausting. He must have to consume so many calories to be hard all the time. (laughs) You know? To keep his blood pumping. He's got he's gotta have a healthy appetite. The yeah. I think um what what's so fun about this is that you know the Lan has this weird affection for Rand, Mm -hmm. but also knows that men go crazy with the one power. And yeah. so he, like, doesn't know if Rand is safe. And so he's not willing to let his guard down around this boy who he trained. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the, there, there's this, there's a really interesting dynamic between the two of them. Where yeah. there's this affection. And I think there's, like, genuinely love there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also think that there is, um, there's this fear in Lan. And it, it doesn't come across as, like, fear. 
But, you know, it, it is a fear. It is, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To think that Rand might have lost it. Yeah. And I just, I, I think that it's a really well-written dynamic between the two. And I, I love the way they're looking at each other. Yeah. And I love that uh, Rand is like, okay, you can stop pretending to be Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm going to fucking slap you, silly. Like, yeah. He's like, oh, there's like two Aes Sedai here. And I'm like, oh, Rand, you have absolutely no idea. Yeah, what is... I'm, I'm confused by this. By what? So, Rand... Are people not conveying information to Rand? Are the wise women hiding shit from him? What? Okay, so he's got the wise ones. Yeah. Who are regularly talking with the Saladar Aes Sedai. Not anymore. Yeah, they are. No, the Aes Sedai and the wise ones hate each other. What? They stopped meeting each other a long time ago. They they have not gone back. They do not get along. Remember? There's a whole fucking drama thing. They don't like but each other. But the wise ones know that Elaine and Nynaeve were raised. So why doesn't Rand... Are like people purposely keeping things from Rand? Um, I don't know. Maybe that... If they knew, maybe that was an oversight. Because they, they, they were raised to Aes Sedai after... Yeah, Egwene is still meeting Emerlin. with Amice. Yeah, so Rand would have this information. When does Egwene meet with Amice? I don't know. I just... I found Rand, Rand's like... Rand not knowing what's going on is surprising to me because it feels like he has people everywhere. And if they're not passing information along to him, like, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't know that Egwene is the Amaryland seat, right? Which is, like, crazy to me. Yeah. How do you not know that? Everybody fucking knows that at this point. How does Aleda have more information than Rand does? Yeah. Rand Rand more. Thank you for that super chat. Uh, the pain of having to worry if your adopted son squire Jesus could maybe go crazy. It's <laughs> not my favorite pain. Jesus. It's not my favorite pain. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Rand is so caught up in his own shit and, like, mm-hmm. doesn't confide in other people and, like, so I, I'm assuming doesn't have, like, regular meetings with, like, advisors and stuff where people can let him know information. And so it makes sense that Rand has huge gaps in his knowledge because he's running around trying to do everything for himself and doesn't actually have a good grasp of what's going on, and that's what yeah. his problem has been. It's just kind of weird to me, just because it feels like it's been, it feels like it's been going on for so, it feels like Nynaeve and Elaine were raised so long ago. It, for us, yes, it does feel You know like, what I mean? Yes. Like, for Rand to just be finding out now, I'm like, God, Egwene has been the Amaryland seat for, like, a book and a half. Yeah. How has no one told Rand this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I found it to be weird. I was like. Here's the thing. It's been a book and a half, but it's been like me, like, a, like I don't know, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like the timeline in these books is a little bit strange because there's so much going on and so many pages that I actually don't know how long ago that was in terms of like days. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's really for me, just my brain is saying that it was so long ago that like, I'm like. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it's been a long time, but I don't actually think. Uh, people are also saying that Egwene said to keep. Egwene said to keep her becoming the Emerlin's seat from Rand. Yes. Yeah. But she's been so public about it now in so across two countries. You know what I mean? It's not like Egwene has been like hiding. Yeah. You know yeah. what I? Everyone kind of knows about Egwene. Like Ked Swain knows about Egwene, but Rand doesn't. 
but Cad Swain and Rand have met multiple times. It's just, it's like, who knows what is getting so complicated. It is, it is definitely complicated, especially because I'm not 100% on the timeline. And a part of the problem is we spend, we honestly spend so little time with Rand Mm -hmm. that it's weird, right? Because he is the protagonist. Yeah. But this is the first time he shows up in this book. Yeah. And Uh, outside of like a brief thing in the prologue. Yeah. And yeah. so we we're, we're getting like Rand kind of sporadically throughout the book rather mm-hmm. than having him like lead the book. And I think that that's why it is much more convoluted because we have so many different characters in POVs yeah. that it is just harder to keep track of those things. Um, and the girls won't tell him that Matt's dead. I agree, chat. Yeah. Um, Because Elaine has to get laid. That's more important. That is more important. <laughs> so, uh... Yep. Rand, Rand goes to Nynaeve and he's like, look... I have these two things. I need you to use the other one because we're going to cure the male half of the power. And so this is so cool. Like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. You're wrong. Cad Swain is not involved. Fuck Cad Swain. I still think she will be. Um, and so Rand is, and so he's like, Nynaeve, I need you. And Nynaeve is like, okay, cool. Let's do it now. And yeah. Rand is like, oh, no, I have to go kill these dudes first. And she's like, yeah, but I'm coming with you. And Rand is like, okay, sure. Sure. End of chapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really, I, I, I actually am happy about this because the, 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 the two strongest Angriol thing uh-huh. has been a thing that I'm like, why isn't Rand using it? And now I'm like, okay, this is really cool. I'm excited that like we finally have like a reason for it. Yeah. We have like a direction for the book, which the book didn't really have a direction in my opinion. The, oh, now we the, have yeah. like, we have like what Winter's Heart is going to be about in the back half. Yeah. And it is about curing the male half of the taint. Cool. Let's get into it. Do I think yeah. it's going to happen this book? I don't. Um, but uh, they're they're gonna they're gonna almost do it. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't actually think they cure the male half of the taint. You don't? No, I think they fail. We have been saying that for <clears throat> these books to get to book fourteen. I know, it... but then but then Robert Jordan didn't write Rand getting crazier. He just writes Rand having like bouts. What do of... you mean? Rand Rand. Rand... Robert Rand Jordan is has losing kept, it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But he has kept how crazy Rand is so vague. Where like I think the craziest he's been was in like book three. Yeah, but you can't like you can't like quantify how insane somebody is, right? Oh, sure. But I'm saying that Robert Jordan could keep Rand in this like vague place of craziness through the end of the series. I mean, he can't even channel without falling over. Yeah, but I think that Nynaeve is going to cure that. But I don't think she's going to remove the taint from the male half of the power. I think they're going to... I think they're going to use the Sa'angriols to heal his side. And they're going to heal Rand. But they're not going to heal the one power. Really? I think that they will. I still believe that. I just feel like then the Ashman become too dangerous. And the Ashman also become a lot less interesting because their one weakness is gone. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you maybe, kind of take out the conflict. Okay, maybe, maybe instead of curing the taint, they cure Rand, and um, they, they, they somehow, because these things are so powerful, mm-hmm. Rand then has access to the true power. Yeah, yeah. So the taint isn't on it. The, you think he's going to get permission from the Dark One to use the true no, power? No, I'm saying that, that it's cut off, right? They, they find a way to circumvent that, and he has, like power that he can access that's not tainted you think they're going to like punch a hole in the dark hole's permission 
The Dark Holes permission. The Dark One's permission? That would be fucking cool. I mean, yeah. And I, then Rand I mean, starts to get saw in his eyes, and then he goes crazy even faster. Well, I think it's, like, it, it's different in that sense, right? It's not, though. The, the, the true power is even more addictive and craze-inducing than the one I power. thought it was more addictive, but I didn't think that Moradin was, like, insane. Yeah, that's like, why he has the black stars in his eyes. The saws, right? The S-A-A. Okay, so he's just crazy then? Yeah. Apparently the, um, apparently the, the, the true power is more dangerous and addictive than the one power. I knew it was way more addictive. I just think that there has to be some way for Rand to access power and um, and make it to the end of this. Um, <laughs> Eric Wood says he has auditory hallucinations, visual hallucinations, delusions, extremely labile mood. Yes, very vague, crazy. No, I'm saying that it's vague in that he is as crazy as he needs to be for the scenes that he's in. But when he needs to be sane and, like, very with it, he is. Well, except when he uses Kalendor because that, like, amplifies the No, change. no, but that's my point. In yeah. some scenes, Rand is, like, fully crazy. And then in some scenes, like, what we're about to have with Elaine, he's fully with it. But that's how it that's, would work. Until you, like, broke, right? Until you cross the threshold. Sure. I'm just saying that, like, they're... they're like, with what happened with... What was the kid's name in the last book? Um... Fedwin? Yeah. He, like, went crazy in, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that because of how, like, there, there, there's no, like, descent into madness with the craziness. We don't know that. It's different for every single person, right? That's my point. There's yeah. nothing consistent to go off of. So th there's the crutch of Robert Jordan can just leave it vague. Yeah. And Rand can be as sane as he needs to be for the rest of the series. Yeah. And it's not a problem. Yeah. Because yeah. we haven't seen, there's no like stages of it, right? Yeah. There's nothing, there's no, there's nothing to look out for because it just is random for everybody. Yeah. Masram Tame. What, what, what are you doing? Uh, they can hear the fans. So. Well, I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. Like, well, I'll plug it back in when it like goes down, right? But that, that'll at least turn the fans down for now. Okay. Um, Sorry, guys. It travel set up. <laughs> the laptop fans uh, my, are going. My point isn't that he's doing a bad job of it. Mm -hmm. I think that his 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 writing of the like insanity has been doing well. I think that it is so vague though, where it can happen at any point. Right, like the way it is being written right now, we could get to book fourteen without it curing it, and yeah, Rand yeah. still accomplishes what he needs to. And do Rand is still do. sane enough in the scenes where he needs to be sane, and then he's crazy in the scenes where he makes everyone worried about him. Mm -hmm. Like he could keep this going on forever because he started acting crazy in book two, mm -hmm. and he's just consistently acted crazy the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Rand has not been sane since the Eye of the World. I, I don't know. I think that they're going to have to do something with the taint. I think that they can't go on like this. Maybe. I think they're going to cure his side, though. Zerferis, welcome to the nerd table. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Demandred's assessment of Morden disagrees. That's fair. Uh, I agree. I No, the, the the true power definitely makes you crazy. They, they've set that up. They, yeah. They've almost explicitly said that multiple times. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe they use the things and, and Rand can access the female half of the source. Narafin says, Tame has been channeling for years without going noticeably mad. Yeah, he's been able to hold off the madness because... What if he's not holding off the madness? He's utterly insane. No. Oh, what if he's a dark friend yeah. who is protected from going mad by the dark one? Yeah. Fuck. Guys, is Tame a dark friend? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't want him to be. Fuck. I, I mean, know he's like an antagonist to he Rand. Sucks. 
But like that would make the most sense, right? Because he's so old. Like, how did he get there without like ever? He's not that old. He's like sixty. Is he? Yeah, he's got gray in his hair. I thought he was like Moraine's age. I thought he was like okay, 40. so maybe he's forty, but still, like, fuck, he's oh god, is Mazram Tain protected from the taint by the Dark One? Maybe. How have we never thought about that? I've always just like taken it at face value. Okay, uh-huh. chapter twelve. We um we definitely listened to this. <laughs> Did a reaction. Sorry guys. We no, we didn't. Up. We fucked up. Sorry about that. We fucked up. Um. So Elaine and Min, guys, I can't believe we're already at. Two, oh, it's been two and a half hours. We're fucked. Yes. I'm sorry, babe. This it's, has been a long book club. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry, everyone. Okay, Tame is like between thirty and forty. Okay. Um. So Elaine is walking with Min and Avienda. Fuck. I'm sorry. What? We've just talked a lot today. Yeah. There's been a lot to talk about. It's been a good section. It, oh, there was so much in this section, guys. Um, And uh, so Min and Avienda are like trying to figure each other out while they're walking, which I think was very they're cute. They're like sussing each other out, but also like mirroring each other accidentally, which is great. Um, And they're trying to figure out how to mask a bond um, because they don't want Brigitte to know what they're about to do, which is very funny. So they arrive to Nynaeve's room and Elaine uh, tells her new bodyguards who are dressed in these very garish red lion n- nonsense. It could be cool. Um, it could. Oh no, it could be cool, but it's not. It's, it's a lot. It's not inconspicuous. No, 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 no. It's definitely, definitely not. And so they confront Rand, and Rand is like Min, and Min is like, "What did you think I was gonna do? I don't listen to you, farm boy. I do what I want. I'm Min, fucking, um, a Min. I can't remember her last Just name. Just Min. I'm Min." Uh, Raised by my aunts. And so they I lo- I lo- they all start like telling Rand that they love them. Well, no, I love the moment at first. Like the very first like sus moment is Avienda's like, you lie to Rand. And Min is like, no, only when I have to. And, and Avienda's like, like, good. Oh, okay, good, okay. Good, good, good. We're good, on the same page. Good. We're on the same page. Yeah, it's like, okay. uh, Farsha, thank you. So Nynaeve and Lan are like, what the fuck is going on? And then they're like, I love you. No, I love you, Rand. I love you. We all love you. And Nynaeve and Sandra being like, the fuck is happening? Nynaeve is like, the fuck? And then Rand is like, all right, well, I love you, and I also love you, and I also love you. And Nynaeve is like, excuse me, young man. How dare? Nynaeve fully turns into a 65-year-old, like, grandma at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I am, no, we no, poly, no polyamory. No. Polyamory bad. Uh, Jess, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Um, I have to leave Jess, you're getting to the best bit. Can't wait to listen to this. I'll catch up later. Thank you so much. Appreciate Take care. it. Thanks fair for shot. Being here. Yeah. That, far shot. That's far awesome. Shot. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yep. Nynaeve is like trying to be upset, but like, what's she going to do? They're adults. Uh, yep. and Elaine is like, there's one more thing that we need to discuss. And Avienda and Min are like, mm-hmm, we shall go get Everybody to know each leave. other. Everybody leave. Get out. Everybody out. Uh, honestly, the best part, I'm so glad that we had Nynaeve's perspective in this scene mm-hmm. because it made it so much funnier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh... Well, no, okay, They first they bond Rand. Sorry, sorry, they push Nynaeve and Lan out. They push Nynaeve and Lan yeah. out, yes. So, so it's can just the four of them. bond Rand. They're like, we want to bond you as warder. And he's like, haha, Alana beat you there. And Elaine is like... Samantha, Samantha says, I changed your diapers. You get one wife only. <laughs> yay, yay. That's very funny. Uh, and so, yeah, they're, they are like, we want to bond you to the yeah. three of us. Mm-hmm. And Rand kind of chuckles. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, very funny, but... Uh, uh, um, Alan already did that, and <laughs> Avienda's like got her knife out. She's like, "Who? <laughs> I'm sorry. Where is this woman? What's her name? What's her description? Alana 
Alana's in for it. And not just because what happens here knocks her out. I'm assuming that's what knocks her out, but it, unless it was unless her it's having just the orgasms, sex, yeah, unless it was Alana experiences um, orgasms through the bond for the first time, and it's too much for her. It's sensory overload. One of those things definitely knocked her out. Um, so yeah, they bond Rand. Y'all, this fucking was crazy. Well, and here's and the I thing. loved it. I loved everything about I this. I love that they took inspiration from the first sister ceremony because Min can't yeah. channel, right? Min Elaine can straight up just like invent new things. Yeah, Elaine, Elaine is, is big fucking brain. magic. Big fucking, I mean, yes, literally She is the most Wonder Girl of all Wonder Girls, where she, like, sees a weave and she's like, oh, I can use that to bond four people together. Okay, my favorite part, though, is that when we were reading that section, she's like, oh, there's too many things going on for me to really pay attention to what they're doing. And somehow, Mm -hmm. she still paid attention enough to to make up her own thing. But yeah, they're able to bond men, even though she doesn't channel, um, which is very cool. Um... And unfortunately, the like blocking napkin trick doesn't work for her. So I'm sorry, Min. That yes, that's either a really fun thing for you or a really bad thing. And whichever one you decide, I I support you. But yeah, I I I, I thought that the way he wrote the ceremony was really cool too. In that night, uh, um, Elaine did the tying of the three girls together, and then she passed the bond. She passed the like the the who's in the leader yeah. over to. Avienda, which apparently the two of them have been practicing and are really good at, because it's really mm-hmm. hard to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I liked like the way that Robert Jordan wrote the whole ceremony. I thought was really beautiful and really like tied into uh, uh, something really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he passes the so they they bond, and now they can all feel each other. And Rand is like, "Well, this is good because um, I'll always know that you're okay, even when I can't be around." And I was like, "Oh, Rand, you yeah. little romantic. Time for you to get laid." Because uh, Min and Avienda are suddenly like, do you, do you want to go, like, we should go do something. We should get to know one another now that we're in each other's heads, right? And yeah. Elena's like, there's something they got to do that I haven't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Karafin brings up, uh, they keep describing these veins of gold. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's some Dragon Reborn Karkarn bullshit. I think it's love. I think they're oh. feeling love in the bond. I think that this is why greens marry their warders. Is that I think that veins of gold is like a thing that you experience when you're bonded to someone who truly loves you. Okay. Tomain right. says he's the Karakarn. Uh, thank you for that super chat. He's the Karakarn, strong as a threefold line. Yeah, because the three of them experience his pain for the first time. Yeah, thank you for that super chat. Yeah, they're like, how are you not crying right now? Which is what Alana said. You know, yeah. how does he survive in this much pain? And Avienda's like, he is strong like bull. <laughs> Which only turns her on more. Yeah. Avienda is wetter than the threefold land after figuring out how strong Rand is. Everything is wetter than the threefold land. That's not... You know what? It's fine. It was uh, a funny joke. Thank <laughs> you for ruining it. You're welcome. Um, And so, yeah, so they fuck. And Min, Brigitte, Avienda uh, hang out in the hallway. Well, Brigitte... Experiencing his orgasm. It, yeah. Brigitte comes storming along. And, <laughs> and is she's like, like what, what happened? What's What's happening? What's going on here? What is she doing? Jesus Christ. It's fucking wild. This was the horniest fucking bullshit. And I'm so sad we didn't listen to it because we would have been losing it. I also love that like Avienda is so insistent Mm -hmm. that Brigitte does not do anything. Like I will, I I will owe you all the toll in the world. I don't care, but you cannot shame Elaine like this. No, you do not stop someone's first time. No, that's so rude. Yeah. No, Avienda is such a fucking first sister here. Yeah. Letting her, like, feeling 
feeling her first sister getting fucked, first of all. And, like, does she double feel it through both bonds? I don't think... Does she get, like, amplified orgasm? No, okay, I think... Residue? I think Avienda and uh, Elaine have their bond, but I don't actually think they're bonded to Min in any way. I think Min and... I think it's just Min and Rin. No, they can feel each other. Oh. All of them can feel each other, right, chat? Am I wrong about this? So, if they all had sex all together... Which I'm sure they do at some point. The fucking, like, feelings... (laughs) It's like a feedback loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we know that Elaine and Brigitte, they're like it's, feedback. It's like how Rings of Power dollars. described how the rings work. If you make it a circle, the power rebounds on yes, itself yes. and grows in strength. If you make it a circle. Even though your finger's in the way. Whatever. Um, it does not matter. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot imagine the, the things that they are all going to do to one another. Um, okay. So they're not bonded to each other. They only feel rand. But, but, so Min only feels Rand, but Avienda and Elaine feel each feel other each and other. Rand. Yes, because they so have So is Avienda getting it on both sides? I don't is know. Is Avienda getting DP'd through the power? No. No. It's a different I think bond. she is. I think, I think Avienda's getting fully DP'd through the power. <laughs> this is the DP we all needed. It's just Avienda in a hallway getting absolutely DP'd by Rand and Elaine through her mind. Wow. And she's not even there for it's it. It's the like, mental DP, you guys. Wow. The, wow. Oh my god. I also love that they're like, let's go get drunk because it's the only way to deal with this. Yeah, they're like, we need Usquai right now. Please give alcohol. And Brigitte's like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's go fucking get wasted. <laughs> wow. So Avienda gets like the best part of this deal. Well, I guess Elaine as well because if Avienda's getting fucked by Ren, then she also feels that. Um, but Min is like, oh shit. Elaine's gonna have twins. Jeff Dennis says it's a mental spit roast. Yeah, literally. Literally. Yeah, so, oh, oh God, God, we have to read this. Fuck, I, I actually, like... Oh, you highlighted her... Avia, um... Uh, Min wondered whether to tell her what she had seen while they were all together. Avienda would have Rand's babies, too, four of them at once. Something was odd about that, though. The babies would be healthy, but still something odd, and people often did not like hearing about their futures, even when they wanted to. Yeah, what do you think is going to be odd about it? Uh, and uh, before that, uh, she says about Elaine, she'll get a chi- she'll get with child from this, two of them, a boy and a girl, both healthy and strong. Yeah, yeah. So, Brand is just fertile. He's going to be fucking, like, planting seeds and growing babies yeah, is in the it, wetlands. Yeah, is it Rand that's super fertile, or is it the, the women, like, is it, are they, uh, are they fraternal twins, or are they identical twins? What? Because maybe it is Rand, but maybe it's... Maybe it's Avienda and um, Elaine. Right? Because if you have two eggs, right? If you have two eggs, then you get fraternal twins. It, uh, identical twins is when there's just one egg, but it just splits in half okay. in the process. Okay, well, no. What? No. What? Okay, so Elaine can't have identical twins. Oh, because it's a boy and a girl. Yeah, so yeah. there will definitely be fraternal. But Rand is only getting both of them pregnant, so he has to be fertile. Oh yeah, they, 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 all three of them have to be fertile. But Rand getting two women pregnant right away—that's that's that. It's hard to do. His uh, swimmers work real hard. Correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the quadruplets could be identical. Could be that 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 seems. Maybe that's what's weird about it. She's like, there's something weird about it. I don't know do what. Do you think there's a weird time jump between book between like this and the next book where it's been like ten years and they have children? It would be weird in this series to suddenly have a time jump, right? It would be very weird, yeah. The yeah. seed is strong in him, yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so uh, apparently Avienda's having quadruplets. 
I'm so sorry, Avienda. I'm so, so sorry. That sounds horrible. She's going to be the most pregnant person. Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone with triplets and their belly was bigger than I am. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that's, um, the person I knew who had uh, triplets, she could not walk for the last two months of her pregnancy. Yeah. Like she was so, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Because she was only like five foot one. It was wild. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that happens. Uh, we wake up with, um, Elaine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rand is gone with Mm -hmm. a beautiful lily on her pillow and she weaves it to last forever, which is very cute. Um, but then she finds out that Olivia is also gone, and Nynaeve is gone, and Lan is gone. Yep. Uh, and so are a bunch of the Angril and Tarangril and Sa'angrils, so, um, they took a bunch of shit. Yep. And Elaine is like, well, uh, Nynaeve leaves a note. She leaves a note, but it's not very comforting. Yeah. Remember how we talked about people in the Wheel of Time don't communicate? Oh, no, Uh, we skipped over. Min looks at, um, Brigitte. And it was like, oh, you're Brigitte Silverbow. I see all of your past lives. <laughs> right, right. She just knows. And Brigitte's like, uh, yeah. I love that. Min was like, I've never seen more auras around a person than Rand. And then she sees Brigitte and is like, oh my God. Holy fuck. Yeah. Girl, you've been through some shit. <laughs> you've, you've seen some shit. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. So Winter's Heart Chapter 13. Ked Swain is knitting and meeting with people and like, she finds out some news. Because that's all Cat Swain does, is she knits and people talk to her. Yeah. Cat Swain has kidnapped people. Uh, and and is won't give them back. Torturing them because they're lesbians. <laughs> that's not why. Sorry, is torturing them because they won't tell her that they're lesbians. I don't think that that's actually the case. I think Varen is a dark friend and they're also dark friends and that Varen is protecting them. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I think the pillow friends thing is just a cover up. I don't know. Rand found them, like, in a bedroom together. Yeah. Where else would they be? I don't know. I like this storyline. I, I, I think it may... I didn't like... I don't like that Cat Swain is just having people tortured, but, like... Eh, yeah. That's the world. Ever, that's just how people deal with all of their problems. So, th- we just have to kind of deal with it. Um. I also don't like that Cat Swain calls Rand the boy. I know. She's your favorite character. Defend her. What do you Are, mean? I, don't you love Cat Swain? Yeah, she's gonna be super helpful. When she fucking does something. Yeah. When? When is that? It's been books. It's been three books. And she sits three in the castle. Three books? No. Yeah, we met Cat Swain three books ago. That would have this been the, book five. This, no, no, no. Sorry, book six. No, book seven. Seven, eight, nine. We met her in seven, right? Cat Swain has done literally nothing since we met her that's why i said she's gonna be important she, oh she, yeah so are the sea folk so so are a bunch of these people eventually oh my god um uh everyone loves kratos for calling atreus boy but for cat swain it's suddenly not okay okay literally, but that's because it's his literal son and kratos calls him boy because as to show the audience <laughs> that he's maybe not the best dad yeah Mm-hmm. It becomes affectionate at the end of the no game spoilers. after you've seen the journey that they go no on. No spoilers. I haven't. That's not a spoiler. That's yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they, they 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 their relationship develops over the course of the game, right? Yeah. But like they literally use boy because it's like a it's a slightly derogatory. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, they I just talk. Varen is Varen is super sus. Um. I'm, I, I didn't think about the, the, the dark friend angle. I just thought they were lesbians. Well, because we think that... And Varen... they wanted to hide that they're lesbians because the sea folk lady would, you know, get cast out of her society for it. 
she, she would. Yeah, isn't that kind of what they set up? Is that because the sea folk are so strict that like she's lonely and misses her husband and does she can't oh, like? Oh, it's not that she's a lesbian. It's that uh, you it, cheating on your spouse is like very very sorry. Very yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I don't think that they care about if she's a lesbian, but yeah, they would care about her cheating. Yes. Um. Yes. So then, uh, uh, Corel comes in mm-hmm. and says that Dahmer, who his name is not, Dahmer, not Jeffrey, but not Jeffrey. Uh, the the Ashaman who can heal mm-hmm. uh, has um, unstilled her gain. Yeah. And they don't tell us what her power level is because we wanted to know if a man healed a woman. If, if her power if level her power returns, would come, come back. And we don't find out. <laughs> and we don't find out. And I was like, fuck, no, tell me what her power level is. Yeah. Is it over 9,000? Yeah. Very frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this couple in the hotel room across the way, and they keep looking at me, and it's very funny. They finally close their blinds. They just put their blinds down. We can't put our blind down, though, because we need the light for the video. Yeah, 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 But I've been, like, kind of... And they're both in robes, like, chilling, and, like, they stand at the window and look at me. We've been having a whole thing. Um, so. This whole show. <laughs> Maybe they're watching Book Club. Um, yeah, so that's wild. Mm-hmm. And they think that uh, Dahmer uh, managed to create this, even though we know that Nynaeve can do it, but... I really want to know if uh, they can do it. I, I really appreciated them being like, we're going to have him heal the others. And Gatswain is like, yeah, even if I hate them, I'm not going to leave a woman stilled. Yeah, that's like the worst mm-hmm. thing that you can do to these people. And It's the only nice thing Ketswain's done in three books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Jahar comes in. Um, and I, at first I thought this said Jafar. And I was like, poor Arabian Nights. You just... You just mixed poor unfortunate souls and Arabian, and Arabian nights. nights. That was that was impressive. Arabian nights. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, there, there, <laughs> there we it go. is. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm such a weird, broken man. Uh, and tells us that Alana is out. She's uh, fucking like fully unconscious. Yeah, she she passed out. The the and orgasms can't be were too strong. Yeah. Here's the problem with all of them bonding Rand is Alana can't pass her bond to anyone because they're already bonded to him. Maybe you can dissipate a bond. Oh, maybe. But we don't know that yet, so I maybe. really have no idea. So poor Alana fucked up so hard and now has to deal with all of that. Uh, and so they all go sit by her arms or sit by her um, mm-hmm. sit by her bed. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut over to Demandred. Hell yeah. I love me some Demandred POV, you guys. This was awesome. This was wild. So Morden is the nipples, officially. Morden is officially the nipples. And they know he's the nipples. Yeah. Um, and uh, Masana and Samaraj are not there. Mm-hmm. As usual, fucking slackers. They're busy. I know. They're being boss babes in the White Tower. Uh-huh. Sometimes you can't get away from the White Tower or else a ladle gets suspicious. Uh, and so uh, Morden shows up and he kind of like dresses down the forsaken demandred looks in his eyes and sees that he has a bunch of saws because he's the only one that can touch the true power now yeah the dark one has cut off all the rest of the um uh the uh forsaken oh i, I missed that yeah only morden can draw from the true power now oh i didn't realize and so uh demandred hasn't that been channeling as much no that seems weird because Why? Because the Dark One has to grant permission for you to use the true source anytime. So it seems weird that he would cut them off from it when he... Not the true source, the true power. The true power, sorry. Those are different things. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So if he just didn't want them to use it, he would deny them permission. Why does he need to cut them off from it? No, he does cut them off from it to make... 
to when he makes Mord in the nipples, his like reward is that he is now the user of the true power. Oh, okay. Right, and the others to to like to like demote everyone else to raise Morden up. Yeah, they're cut off from the true power, even though they never use it because it makes you crazy faster and yeah. it's dangerous. It's super addictive, right? Yeah. But yeah, they they <clears throat> they find out what Rand's plan is. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they know this? Um. Um. So. Oh, yeah. how do they know that Rand is going to cleanse the taint? Min. No, she's not. There's no friend. way. Like, I. Yeah, this one was weird to me. I don't know how they figured That's this out. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, unless maybe Rand talks in his sleep or something, and they've just got someone mm. like hovering over him. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I didn't think about how they found it out at all, but now I'm very curious about that. Um, and so it's got to be this Sindane person. Morden is like we you you have to stop him no matter what. Go kill Randall Thor. And Demandra's like, okay, cool. Let's fucking go. Like, saddle up, boys. Yeah. Uh, and Let's get rid of him. Grandel, fucking Grandel, sneaks a little worm into Demandra's head of like, why would uh, why would the Dark One trust you after, uh, if, if he clears the taint? You have to stop him or else the Dark One's never going to trust you again because you won't go crazy from the, the you, you can use one power without his permission. Yeah, I'm, I am trustworthy because... I don't have to worry about the taint. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, but you guys, all the rest of you, Osengar, Arangar, Demandred, you guys, how does he know that he can trust you after that? And Demandred's like, fuck. There's also some interesting information here in that we find out that Moradin, like Arangar and Osengar, has been brought back to life. Yeah. Which means that I think that he's uh, Ishamayel, but without the madness that had plagued Ishamayel. I don't think he is. I think, like, having it some, be somebody new is more interesting. Like, I think, I think the Dark why, One was like, ugh, Ishamayel. Then why would guy. they bring up that he dies? That he's been brought back to life if he's not someone that we've already met? Uh, because then we know it happens more often. I don't know. I don't think it's Ishamayel. I don't know. It just, it has to be someone that has that died and is brought back. Because I feel like Morden has been around when... Like, Morden was working in the shadows when Ashamayel was doing his thing. I don't think we he was. Like, well, there's no way he would have built up this, like, this like network that he has and with Sindane. But like, if it's Ishamayel's network, why why would he need to? But, like, Ishamayel didn't gone use for, the Ishamayel died and was gone... Like, a year passed before we met Morden. He could have had time. A year? I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't think it's a Shamayel. I, I don't know that it is a Shamayel, but it's, I think that it's someone that we've met before. I think the reveal of who is Morden is going to come. Hmm. I, hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Because it seems like he's been around, like, setting his stuff up for a while, so. <laughs> Morden is Jesus. I don't think he's Jesus. But... <laughs> yeah, it was just interesting that he's been brought back. Yeah. Ken turned to the dark side after Doom Eyes Wells. No, Ken. No. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh... I also love that Demandred is super sus of Graindoll because she's being just a touch too over dramatic. Oh, we also got a name for the um the what the um Saangrails that they're using, which are the Choden calls. Yeah. So Rand is gonna use the Chode to cure the taint. Wow. Uh okay. Come on, that was fucking hilarious. 
I've been waiting since the fucking plane to say that. And you had no reaction. It took me a second. Like, I was like, uh, did I just... Did I... I was so proud of Rand is going to use the chode to cure the taint. And you were not on my level. So you did not yes and me on this I was day. Not, I was not on your level. Uh, I really wasn't. Why does it say it's still plugged in? It's not. I don't know, but the fan is off. So that's what matters. Um... Oh, man. Oh, well, if Balefire prevents the Dark One from bringing someone back, then it's definitely not um, Ishamayel. Yeah. Because Maureen Balefired him. Yeah. I don't know who it is. Um, <clears throat> all right, so final chapter. It is the entire chapter of learning more about how fucked up the Sanchen are and why they suck. Yep. Um, oh, uh, actually, the, one more thing. It is very interesting that they're like, you need to kill Rand, because that means that the taint can be healed. Maybe? Otherwise, the Dark One wouldn't care, because it would fuck up the world but to his advantage. But they don't know if... It, I, I think that it's that the Dark One... Even the Dark One doesn't know if it can be healed, but I don't know if it's possible. I think the Dark One thinks it might be possible, but he doesn't know. Right? Okay, maybe. Because we've yeah. proven the Dark One doesn't know everything. Yeah, um, Maureen Balefired Bilal. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Try, 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 try. So it is a Shamayil. I don't know. I think it's a Shamayil. I'm going with that. That's my prediction. Okay. And then Bilal, Bilal's Balefired. So Bilal, Ravin can't come back. Yeah. But Ishamayel could. Maybe Maradin is Lanfear. And the Dark One said he isn't bringing Asmodian back. So it's no. not Asmodian. No, they're like, fuck Asmodian. Could you imagine if Moradin was Asmodian? Oh my god. Alright, so, um, Tuan is going through her morning ritual. Solusha is shaving her scalp. Um, Solusha is her, like, we, we basically learn a lot about how, like, Solusha was, like, her guardian raised her, and then at 16 she was supposed to send her on to someone else. But then Solusha took a demotion to stay with Tuan. It was very mm -hmm. sweet. Everyone loved it. Yay, Sanchen. Um, they go outside. Um, and uh, Tuan's feeling a little bit embarrassed today. Because apparently she punished a domain last night. Like, overdid it. Um, because the domain was honest with her. Yeah, she wanted to know her future. Right. And so the domain told her. And so she got upset about it. And um, then uh, we go out and we find out that Tuan is particularly proud of the way that she um, trains domains. and She's really good at training domain and horses. Yay, we meet, we meet a slaver. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's all about slavery and how like happy her, um, her domains are. And she's going to like let the one that she punished have cake because she was mean to her last night. And the domain is like so grateful for it. But like make her run so she doesn't get fat because God yeah, forbid. God forbid um, the weird sex slavery of the Sanchen. It's so this it, guys, it's fucking weird. I, I don't know what you want me to say. I also love This whole chapter was so fucking weird. And then they're like, and this is the person Matt marries. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. No, Matt. Don't do it. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I don't understand. I still don't understand what the veil means. Did you get that? It's uh, she's she feels um, ashamed, but she's been wearing it for several weeks. Oh, I don't get it then. I think she's trying to hide who she is. Maybe I don't know. But the it's a see-through veil, veil. 
was con yeah it's see-through i'm confused and it also like flutters around so you can see her face anyways but th this was just the chapter where they they do the like it's 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 the like fantasy version of slavery it's like no they like it like dobby in harry potter we're like what what are we doing like yeah, guys what yeah. are we doing yeah um and so I, this is the part this is the storyline that i most want to the conclusion of so that i can like evaluate what I think of it because right now I don't like it but I don't like it I don't think I'm supposed to like it right now like I'm not saying I don't like Robert Jordan's writing I'm saying I don't like the storyline yeah and so I'm hoping that this has a real purpose and goes somewhere and isn't just for shock value and isn't just to be gross yeah yeah because yeah. if it's just for me to be uncomfortable I don't really see the point of it but yeah we'll see yeah it's yeah, I'm, I'm uncomfy about it, and obviously we're in the middle of it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't, like... Have... It was just a weird place to end the reading this week, too. Oh, no, it was a great place, because we're sitting here like, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to speculate on it too much, because, mm -hmm. yeah, right now I feel very strange about it. Uh, the weirdest part to me, though, the weirdest part... Yeah. ...is that we know that Matt likes big titty milfs, and we know that Tuan looks like she's 16 and has small titties... So how how did they get together? What happens here? I I'm I'm just I'm just really hoping it's 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 I I'm concerned that he is going to end up in this marriage against his will. Yeah. And that this is going to be a continuation of what was going on with Tylen. Oh yeah. yeah and I yeah. think that that's what makes me the most nervous right now. Mm hmm. That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hope that that is not the case. Yeah. I really really do. Um, yes, I'm. 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 I'm nervous about this storyline, and stopping here did not help. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, apparently she's going to marry the corpse that is Matt Coffin. <laughs> it's probably still a good-looking corpse, you know, as and long as it's been preserved. That is our reading for the week. We did it. We're back in two weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> Goddamn. Philip says, "I think you're misinterpreting how the domain are supposed to be happy. It's not portrayed as a good thing." I don't understand what you mean, Philip. They're portrayed as being happy. Being happy, like they're they're there's they're portrayed as they're like wanting to be pet. They don't. If you take the collars off, they want them to be put back on. Yeah. They're yeah. they're they're being portrayed that way. They're being portrayed as like oh they've been trained to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping here's the thing. And even like the, even the Aes Sedai that we've met that have been with the Sanchen long enough mm -hmm. eventually break and, and like I I don't know what you mean. Here's the thing. I hope that Chuan is our character. Who is able to um, maybe see how things are fucked up? You know, like maybe Tuan mm -hmm. is our in with the Sanchin, so that you know, like maybe her and maybe and, she's the one that changes it, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe she's the one who realizes. Maybe she is the one who comes back with different information or um, is able to make a change in some way. Um, but yeah, this makes me nervous. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, blue light says, yeah, it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. It does. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just hope there's We're more. We're just acknowledging that. I, my, my thing with the Sanchen right now is that they're like the D plot of the story. And so I hope that they become important and that it's not just like, uh, I, I, I really hope that there's a big reason why we're going through all this with them. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't yeah. want it, that storyline to be sidelined because we think it's really important. Right. Like, yeah. the, you know, there's a lot here. Um, Guys, I'm not yeah. saying they're not portrayed as brainwashed. I'm just saying that it's they, they, they're definitely brainwashing to being happy about it, but they're still being portrayed as being happy about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Both of those things can be true, mm -hmm. and I just hope there's a reason for it, because otherwise, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, 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 don't, I don't feel like we're being unfair to the situation. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I think that stopping here, it, there's not really a, like, we, we, we can't have a full conversation about it because right now this is like all like oh gosh Mm -hmm. um but uh do you think we get matt in this book um yeah i think we do yeah yeah okay i feel like people are twisting what we're saying here and that we're, we're not we're not saying that like they're like appreciative of it we're saying that they're being portrayed as happy about the situation. Yeah, that we're saying in. it's like fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is fucked up. Yeah, because I don't, I don't understand why people are arguing with us. Uh, Blue, thank you for those five gifted memberships. Apparently, oh, uh, so we're gonna do high low, and then we're gonna do our goodbyes, and then we're gonna quickly read the uh, chapter for next week. Yeah, the, the first, the chunk. first, the first little, the first little bit of of the yeah. reading for. Here's the thing, though, we can't. We, we, it won't be for next week. Next week is the full book recap for Path of Daggers. It's two weeks from now, guys. Yeah, I'm two so weeks sorry from that now. that yeah. is where we're leaving that off. Uh, yeah. It hurts. It hurts me. Um. Um. I'm just trying to figure out. Do you do you remember what the reading for next week for two weeks from now is? Oh, the chapters. Uh, it is pinned in the Discord, which I can find so that we can... Uh, let's start with our high-lows. You do your high-low. I'll, I'll, I've got it. You're, you'll find it? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so I'm going to start with my high, which um, is actually really difficult this week because there are a lot of... There was a lot of little things that I really did like. Um, uh... What's like the best part of all of this good stuff? That's tough. It was a really good reading. It was. It was. Um, I'm gonna go like real specific, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I loved that Nynaeve was present. Okay. When oh, Elaine, yeah, yeah. Avienda, and Min all confronted Rand because I thought that that brought a little something extra to that scene. That uh, mm-hmm. really elevated it, and um, so I appreciate that nice little touch from Robert Jordan. It was well done. Uh, I'm gonna do my low, her low, and then my high. We mm-hmm. compliment sandwich this. So unfortunately, this is my low. I, I think it's pretty obvious, right? It's the sea folk scene. That was definitely like the, the lowest of the. I just that was the that was the most. It took me out of it. I uh, there there just wasn't anything there for me. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we skipped. Oh, we'll we'll get to it. I will have to bring it up at the end. Okay, um, my low, uh, um, <laughs> my low is that I wish, um, I wish that Dialen's not sacrifice, but almost sacrifice, mm-hmm. had had a little bit more impact in this section. I think it will oh, matter okay. later on. Right, like I think that there's... See, I thought it was a great moment for Dayelin. No, no, it was a great moment for Dayelin. I just, I wish that... That With all the shit that happened in this section, that's your low? I'm saying that Nynaeve is like, oh, I think we can trust Dayelin now. But that, but we don't see what that means yet. I I wanted more from that moment because it was such a big moment for Elaine and for Dayelin that I feel like in this section, because there are so many other things going on with Rand showing up, it was a little bit glazed over. I was like, Dayelin just like risked her life for you. And we didn't get I to see Elaine. she's still Elaine. recovering. So like, I don't know what you wanted her to do while she was... No, no, I, I just want, I want to see Elaine and Dayelin have that moment together. And we didn't get in this section. And so I, I, I'm sad about that. But it, I just don't know if we're going to get that because it, there was I, like, so much else I like want to throw after. a flag on the play. Do I mean? don't think you can make your low something that hasn't happened yet. But I don't know if we're going to get it now because uh, everything else is happening. 
I think it'll be like a Dylan is like literally like recovering from being a badass. And you're like, I'm upset that the next day Dylan wasn't immediately back in the action. No, no, I don't need her in the action. I'm sad that be, that that in this section we didn't get the the re meeting of those two characters. And I hope Elaine that we get was it. Busy. But... Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm sad that I missed but it's out your, on it. I, I think that, like, I, I just, as a low, I'm like, that's, your low of the section is, like, maybe the next chapter. I mean, it could be. But right. I, don't, I don't know it yet. I, 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 I'm, I'm, like, lightly flagging the play on that one. I think that's, I think that's a cop-out. I just, we, we, that feels I think like there's enough. I think there's enough stuff that we complained about in this episode that, that we didn't love about this section of the reading that for you to use your low to be, like, to, to, to comment on something that might happen. Well, I, yeah, I didn't also didn't like the sea folk section, but I don't want to just say the same thing that you did. All right. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna pile on to that one because we already talked about it. Like, I also did not like that. All right. What? We've done it in the past. What? Just had the same low. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I I don't know. I thought I'm just saying that your low being like Dylan was stabbed and then the next day was like not around because she'd been stabbed is like I, I No, I'm sad like twelve hours passes. What do you expect her to do? Yeah, and I'm just sad that we haven't gotten to see her and Elaine talk yet because they're like their relationship is really interesting. Alright. Whatever. Uh Rance, thank you for that super chat. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for sticking with us in this. I know this experience of publicly sharing this all itself can have its own highs and lows. Yes. Uh, we love y'all and value the dialogue. Thank you, Thank Rance. You. I appreciate that. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so my high, my high, that's re it's so hard this week. Lo the low was easy. The high is really tough because yeah. there's so many good ones, but I have to go with Lan. Lan's moment of like, no, you said that if you said that you're going to free them, you have to free them. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, I think that the, the there, there, there are very few ethics in the Wheel of Time. And when someone can have some ethics in the Wheel of Time, it is, uh, I, I appreciate nice. it a lot. Yeah. So Land's moment of um, heroic ethicism, I think, is, uh, it was very valuable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. And he's my favorite character. So. No, he's great. And he just keeps proving that time yeah. and time again. Like, fucking Lan is goat. All right, uh, that's the podcast. Thank you for joining us for a three-hour and seven-minute Nerdy Wordy Book Club. God damn, we cannot shorten this. Oopsie uh, If you want to follow us around the internet, I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarice Polaris. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Uh, Audible, uh, I, go back to the beginning of the podcast. I'm not going to explain to you again how sound works because um, I probably got it wrong anyway, and I can't wait for all the audio engineers to leave comments about uh, how I don't understand sound. It's going to be great. I love um, that for us. AudibleTrial.com slash Nerdy Nightly is the link if you want a free audiobook on us and a free month of Audible. Uh, thank you to Audible for sponsoring this podcast week in and week out. Uh, yeah. Like the video. Smash the like button. Subscribe. Do all do all the things. Uh, no smut corner this week because fuck everything was sex. Literally, yeah. This was the spiciest reading we've had. Um, yeah. And it was great. I loved Consensual it. sex on the good guy's side. Whatever's going on with Fowlin. Like, it's, it's, it was a whole week of sex. So instead, to end the podcast. No uh, smut corner. We're going to read the first little bit of the next section. Next week, full book recap for Path of Daggers. Week after that, chapters 15 through 25 of Winter's Heart. Yeah. And uh, before I get into this, like the video. Yeah. Please. Thank you. Like the video now. <laughs> Clarus, will you please read for us the first go chapter number? All right. So Name chapter... of the chapter mm -hmm. and then the first bit. Chapter 15. Oh, I already know who this Don't is going to be because the of the... I already... The, the picture spoiled it for me. In need of a bell founder. 
The box-like wagon reminded Matt of tinker wagons he had seen, a little house on wheels, though this one, filled with cabinets and workbenches built into the walls, was not made for a dwelling. What? He's in a wagon. A wagon of cabinets? Yes. Is he in a peddler's wagon? Does Pat and Fane have him? No, Pat and Fane's not a peddler anymore, and he recognizes Pat and Fane. He knows who that is. But he doesn't know where he is. Yeah, but he knows that he's evil. He, the, 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 the dagger. The, but Pat and Fane could be sitting on the front of the wagon. He doesn't know who put him in the wagon yet. Oh, you think he's a prisoner? He might in be the in wagon? Pat and Fane's wagon. Oh no! Wait, didn't they take his? Didn't they take Pat and Fane's wagon from him? Yeah, he doesn't have a peddler's wagon anymore. Well, we'll do the reading. We'll see you in two weeks for that. See you next week in a pre-taped full book recap. <laughs> do something nerdy tonight, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.